4: I know, Clip, people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all a little better.
1: Let's get to
3: that conversation now. Here
1: is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome
4: in to Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday basketball night in Greenville. You see women at home at 6 o'clock, Pirate men on the road at Temple, so we'll talk some pirate hoops and uh look around the landscape of basketball, talk some football and a lot more coming up on this Wednesday show on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington. We're on twelve fifty nine thirty online, PR927 FM.com. And uh we would love for you to be a part of our show on Facebook Live and YouTube. You can find us on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. And on Facebook Live, make sure you are subscribed, make sure you like the show, and make sure you chime in what's on your mind on this Wednesday as we get ready for Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. You can hear the games right here on Pirate Radio, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And as I said, looking forward to talking to Pirate Hoops as well on the show. We'll do that with Cy Seymour coming up in hour number three of our show. Recap the win over Tulsa a little bit and get you ready for ECU Temple. Also, the landscape of college basketball. And uh, there are no more undefeated teams. Houston loses last night. Uh, By the way, I hope you jumped on my lock of the year wasn't just the lock of the night it was the lock of the year i told you it was the easiest game you'd ever have in your life rutgers over indiana easy cover easy win lock of the year if you were able to make a lot of money on that i will gladly accept tips i'll let you know my venmo cash app information if you just want to say thank you but congratulations to you for uh, taking my lock of the year rutgers a winner over indiana last night and i guess i'll see you next year Uh, my job for 2024 is done uh one lock of the year one win maybe i'll have another lock of the day or a lock of the week or lock of the month but you won't ever get my lock of the year again until 2025 how about that so i hope you jumped on last night all right shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt is to my left so who's running the video that would be the
3: current long snapper
4: alex harper intern A-Harp. alex aka harp aka alex harper running the video for pirate radio live today tyler says weird camera angle is this is a weird camera angle Sort of, kind of, but I think we're
3: going to be running it down here soon, and we need to go ahead and adjust ah,
4: it. Ah, this is a pre-rundown camera angle. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, Alex, way to think ahead. Just like a long snapper to think ahead. You think on, like, third down, he's just over looking at the crowd, picking his nose? No, he's no. getting ready in case the Pirates don't get a first down to run on the field.
3: He's practicing snapping as soon as, like, when it's first and second down, just in case it comes fourth down, he has to get on the field and snap. So he's getting ready. He's ready right now. He's ready for our Fleet Feet Rundown that's coming up later in this segment.
4: He's already seen the entire show today. He knows how it's going to go. He's got that much foresight. Thank you for being here, uh, Alex. All right. uh, We will get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. And uh, I'll say what's up to the chat gang as well. Jerry is in. What's up, Jerry? joey Three. joey what's up young joey what dynamic duo in sports are you two most comparable to hmm
3: is that what joey asked
4: yeah stockton and malone
3: uh shack and kobe
4: which one's malone because he's had a lot of issues he's the mailman which one is, <laughs> can that be chandler which
3: one is it with us
4: uh ooh. no i
3: don't no 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 i don't know i don't want to be malone no i don't want to be
4: malone no. All right, let's do a different duo. Um,
5: well, I mean, if you're going by male standards, today's male standards, you know, he's supposed to deliver, but sometimes he's a little late. <laughs> what? Huh? Oh. Huh?
1: The mailman.
5: Oh, oh, yeah. the mailman. If yeah. you went by today's yeah. mail standards, okay. he'd
3: be a little late. He'd be that's a little good. late delivering the mail. Hey, hey fair Shirley, enough. Shirley, so
5: you would be stocked. Hey, Cook, Shirley. you dish it. Shirley. He's a little late delivering.
3: Shirley, go ahead and hit a rim shot for you. <laughs> go ahead, hit it.
5: Do you I, really want to get smart with me today?
3: No, that was good. I just it, it went over my head. I think
4: we're uh, Bryce Young and Andy Dalton. I think that's our duo. <laughs>
5: oh okay because we
4: have um we got this
5: and Budhead
4: we have important jobs we got big time jobs Minshew and some summers mm, they didn't play together um summers and kemp is that what you're going for Minshew and summers didn't play together huh what they did I, summers and kemp was the duo for a year and what um, a terrible start to the show. What about Brady and Gronk? No. We're nowhere close to those guys. What about... <laughs> Chad says, Chad gang in the house. What about Tepper
3: and, and Reich?
4: <laughs> Tepper and Reich sounds good. Because one of us is uh, going to get fired, and the other one does the, all the firing. By the way, you're fired. <laughs> you're right. So you're the <laughs> Oh uh,
6: no! No, oh, you are
4: fired. Oh, We've gone over oh, this. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, 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 what are you thinking, dude. I can, you, you can say "Ah, Alex," but you you're, can't say "You're in." Chandler's oh, out. You I'm are in. terrible. Uh, what kind of example
0: are you setting here?
3: A great one. He's running the video. Crap! I got a good point, don't I?
0: I've only been interning for two days. <laughs> and got me right. It's a good thing you did train them because you're not going to be around.
4: Good grief. Jack says
3: You just threw your drink on me, is what you just did.
4: Bismack, Biombo, and Noah Vonley. See, mm. that's a good comparison, Jack. Thank you. That's oh, what I'm gosh. going for.
3: Rozier and Lon- uh, LaMelo Ball.
4: Eric says Harry Dunn and Lloyd Christmas. Mm. Tyler said Stiller and Wilson. Uh, what's that? what were they in is that the uh, the Nightmare at the Museum the model movie Zoolander I don't think I ever saw that
3: Zoolander was uh, my dude that played in Home Team
4: Chad says A-hole bomb and he did it live Tyler said there goes your fifth quarter chances dang it oh man does that mean I have to host the fifth quarter again
3: I did that on purpose just so you can host the fifth quarter again
4: Joey said "Ray Mysterio and Dom Mysterio I kind of like that Pretty I'm good trouble one. S- mm. Chandler still doesn't get what we're doing here. I do. I'm just trying to think of duos. Oh, fire and ice. But you're, again, you don't get what we're doing. Like Jack said, Bismack, Biombo, and Noah Vonley. That's funny because they're not a great duo. I think we're, we're
3: a great, no, we're that's doing not funny because I think we're a great duo. We're doing
4: self deprecating humor here. I think we're a great duo, though. That your big head. Cannot understand. Do you not have a big head? All you're doing is up here cussing. <laughs> I uh, you're showing your time. lack of intelligence. I did it one
3: time and I apologize.
4: <sighs> Brad said, that was great. Chandler still has to drop a few more cuss words to top the big dog. Nah. Oh, I do actually. And Shirley jerry says you got to pay the fcc
5: wait 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 i haven't dropped that many curse words no,
4: you have not but i just remember that one time
5: well yeah but that was inadvertent like i totally blacked out and didn't know i had done it
4: that was funny all right uh and fl- connor yeah don't pull a connor we had an intern that said a cuss word and never showed up again he just like
5: he just gave up
4: what do you call it? He uh, crop dusted us <laughs> yeah. with a. Uh, he
5: ghosted us
4: with a, a cuss word and just uh, never showed up again, which is a pretty boss move, I gotta say. Like if he was like, "Hey man, I'm Connor. I interned there for a couple of weeks. I uh, cussed and never came back. Can you? Uh, can I use you as a reference? I'd be like, Hell yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like your style, kid. You've
3: got the it. Factor. <laughs> You've got it. <laughs> You've got the it factor. And you said
4: a word that rhymes with it. Uh, Chad said, "Hope he doesn't get, pull a con, uh, end up like Connor." Joey said, "Shout out to Connor." Jack said, "We are uh, our duo is Ja and the NBA Commiss."
5: Ooh,
4: it's pretty good. We don't have beef. Didn't Ja get hurt?
5: Yes, he's ja out, ch- for, the rest he's the out for the rest of the season. The
3: year with a shoulder injury.
4: What a shame! What a shame!
3: He's so fun to watch.
4: All right, uh, Fleet Feet Rundown, brought to you by Fleet Feet, Pirate Nation. Get your foot in the best and most comfortable shoes. At Fleet Feet, ECU alum Chris Lunyon owns and operates it locally. Fleet Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe. They're located 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. They run for you. Shirley Rose. I love when
3: people run for me,
4: so I don't have to run. That's a good point shirley rhodes feet are running for her with those comfy new balances that she has you
5: still wearing those by the way i've got them on my feet right now are they broken in by now oh they're good and broken in
4: good 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 all right it is a double dose of pirate hoops tonight east East carolina east carolina on the road at temple and sean Look at what did have you seen the line? I I'm have sure you seen have. the line. I what, don't know what, if it's
3: moved since I've seen it, but what, what, I saw it. What at do you
4: think about this line? Two and a half. I saw it at one and a half.
3: Uh, I saw it at two and a half.
4: Okay, but well, I'm telling you, it's one and a half.
3: All right, so it's gone down. Money coming on the Pirates.
4: What is going on here?
3: I don't know because I do not feel comfortable with Pirate hoops
4: on the road. I, I mean, if you are, if I had made a lock of the year. I would just go on history here and say Temple's going to win at home, right? But could these Pirates go on the road tonight, win this Temple game, get the 2-1 and one in conference play... And get ready for a showdown with SMU on Saturday.
3: It's so hard to say yes because of the past and the history of ECU basketball on the
4: road. Do you know how excited I would be? But
3: I tell you what, the way the Pirates looked in 16 excuse me—in th- the parts looked in 36 minutes of basketball on the road against a top 20 team in FAU. Forty-minute game last my guy. week.
4: Forty-minute game, my guy.
3: It's a 40-minute game. That's right. But the way they looked in majority of that game against a top 20 team. I mean the pirates look like they can go on the road and compete against any compete, be physical against
4: anybody. Well, not anybody. Not George Mason. No, Good point. Pirates have been away from home how many times this year, Sean? Truly? Or overall? Probably four times. I think it's three. At George Mason, Florida neutral site, FAU. Oh and three in those games. <sighs> Does that have anything to do with tonight? Maybe, maybe not. Does the past thirty years of watching ECU basketball on the road have anything to do with tonight? No, not at all. But still makes me nervous.
3: Yeah, and uh, this line, especially now that it's going in the favor of the Pirates.
4: My goodness, Man. one and a half, a whole point since the uh, line has come out. Uh, maybe there's news out of Philly on someone who's not out playing. for
3: the Owls tonight.
4: Damian dunn yeah. Mark true. Mark Macon will not be playing tonight.
3: Name some other former Isles,
4: former Islanders. Isles. Owls. owls owls Okay. Aaron McKee mm. will not be suiting up tonight for Temple. Who else? Uh, I might be done. Yeah. Which is shocking.
3: I was about to say that list has to be slim.
4: I should know a lot more temple owls from the past. Um not Theo. They had a big man. It wasn't um Theo Ratliff. Where'd he go to school? Theo Ratliff. He didn't go to Temple, did he? Wyoming. Wyoming. Good God, I was way off. Who am I thinking of? Big man that went to temple. Anyway. Pirates owls one and a half. Man, it'd be good. if... I don't just, feel good. But how about that scenario of winning and being excited for Saturday and being two and one in the conference, yeah, and a winning record with early a, in the conference, with a home game and a chance, chance to, get the to three win
3: three which the Panthers or the Panthers, the Pirates. Stop
4: saying never say Panthers when you're talking about the Pirates ever again.
3: And the Pirates have a chance to go to three and one at home, where they've been really good this year. They've been competitive. They won. Their, uh, they got their first conference win against Tulsa this past Sunday at home. And guess what? I Look, I like the Pirates at home.
4: I said, guess what? What? They come home for two games after this one. Oh. Back-to-back back home mercy. Games. Have mercy. SMU and North Have mercy on my Texas. soul. Yeah. So. Opportunity. Opportunity. You say North Texas? Yeah.
3: Man, I forgot they were in our conference because we didn't play them in football, and now we got to play them in basketball.
4: Uh, they, by the way, are 2-0 and o in league play. Mm. So. Uh, had a good postseason run watch out because the pirates are coming did the mean green so uh this is a big one tonight east carolina taking on temple women's basketball team trying to get to three and oh in a conference play i was
3: invited to go to that game tonight
4: (laughs) as was Uh, i uh, were we invited by the same person uh, hold on don't say his name is he bald that is correct is he
3: we've narrowed it down
4: uh it could be mully that is true could be greg hudson could be true. Could be Stone Cold Steve Austin. That
3: also could be true. So we haven't
4: narrowed down anything yet. Okay.
3: What What's the next question?
4: Um, has he worked at the at a newspaper in his past?
3: And yes, yes, he has.
4: Okay. All right. Now we're starting to narrow it down a little bit, but that could be USA Today. Could be Charlotte Observer. Can I ask a question? Could be uh, the Wyoming Times. Was that newspaper in Eastern North Carolina? Yes. Okay. Now we're narrowing it down. Could be the Washington Times. Could be the Moorhead City News and Standard. Um. Is he kind of slight of frame?
3: I would say so, yes.
4: He's not really thick with two C's. Fair to say? Uh, right. Okay. Now his head, yes. How so? It's got a gourd. A bald gourd who are you to say i ain't, well i'm not bald i think I your gourd. your headometer is a little off because of the size of your head in fact i think everybody you look at you should say man you got a little head you got a little small <laughs> head <laughs> alex what size hat do you wear over there you got a normal size head i would say what are you about a seven you're seven and a half like me
0: uh let me check one second all right
4: so here's man. the uh the hat check seven and three eighths. that's okay. what i am chandler all right can we do an experiment sure alex would you let chandler try to put your hat on absolutely all right let's bring it in here all right one second
3: sure let's do it but we also have to keep asking questions of who this person is (laughs) that invited us to this basketball game chandler just
0: for future reference buddy i have been told my whole life i have a massive head so
4: hey look we're long snappers we have big heads massive head gang all right so don't don't stretch don't stretch it out let's see how smooth this thing goes on oh a little tight a little tight (laughs) you could barely cover your hair with it (laughs)
6: that's
4: the same size as my head negative it is not so what do i have you might be going on an eight buddy oh
3: boy no way
4: I don't know. But you're not a a fitted guy. No. Uh, Does this guy's name rhyme with Donnie (laughs) Pudpert? Um, Yes. Was it Ronnie Woodward?
3: It was Ronnie Woodward. Are
4: you going to the game with him? No. Neither am I.
3: Game starts at 6. That's what time we end the show.
4: That's not an excuse.
3: But I also have sports trivia that I'd rather go
4: Also not an excuse. I mean, you could go for a little while. If I didn't have to go home first, I would have gone. Sounds like you're just choosing not to go.
6: Mm,
4: nah, I don't want to go. <laughs> okay, there you go. You don't want to go. That's sad. If they lose I tonight, I, if I go to a
3: if I go to a ball game, especially a big ball game, uh, uh-uh. I want to go for the whole thing.
4: And you want to sit where?
3: I don't want to sit courtside.
4: I think that's the key here. No, that's not. He's side. actually. Got, I
3: think he's got good seats. He's got purple back. seats. He's
4: got back seats.
3: So, I mean, I, I would but like to
4: court see those. Side. They ain't courtside. Uh, UAB at ECU Women coming up tonight in Menji's Coliseum at 6 o'clock. Somebody see if they can find me a line on that one. Will it say in the score app, you think?
3: I'm going to guess the line.
4: Well, I mean, we might not have a line to guess. What do you know about UAB?
3: I have no idea about UAB. I know Trent Dilfer's their football coach.
4: Yeah, I don't see a line. They are 11-4 and four overall.
3: I know Roddy White went there.
4: Uh, that is also true. So uh, I know
3: they used to have a quarterback that turned into a country music star.
4: Who's that? Garth Brooks?
3: No, Chase Bryce? Maybe
4: Chase Bryce? Sure, one Bryce Chase. I don't know. All right, Pirate Hoops in action tonight. NFL news. Were you shocked by the? We got a lot to talk about in well, NFL. Well, let's talk about it was I shocked about what? Pete Carroll? I was shocked about Pete Carroll. More shocked about Pete Carroll or Mike Vrabel? Mike Vrabel. So was Pete Carroll fired?
3: I guess they agreed to say, "Hey, you're not the head coach anymore, but hey, guess what?
4: You can still come in. You
3: can be a part of our team you as can, like an advisor. You
4: can keep your gear."
3: Yeah, like you can keep your the long sleeve shirt that you have on in this picture. Um, you can keep any kind of you know, equipment that we gave you, any kind of swag we gave you, except you're just not going to be calling plays and running the football team on the sideline.
4: We'll even give you a fake headset and let you stand on the sideline.
3: Right. But just, you can't be inside the box.
4: You know like when you play video games with your little cousin or whatever and you give him a controller that's not plugged I, in?
3: Let him play. Let your little cousin play. That I used to hate that.
4: Let, let your brother play. Let, I'd be like, no. Let Pete coach. He's got a. He's got his motor. His fake Motorola headset, and he's gonna be wooing on the sidelines. We'll give you. We'll give you all the gum you need, Pete. But that decision you made to cut hole nailers has come back to haunt you, and you're gone. I think that was what did it. I think it was two things: not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch at the one and not keeping hold nailers on the uh the roster
3: that was the final
4: straw so he will be an advisor whatever that means but good for pete carroll man he's old 72 and God. still
3: running up and down the sideline but not anymore
4: i doubt i'll even be here on this earth at 72 i will definitely not be as spry as i'm not as surprised Pete carroll is today
3: Go ahead. That's just very negative to say that you won't be here at 72.
4: Still gives me another 30 years, man. What am I going to do f- after that? Set your set the bar high, man. All right. Let me go 75. <laughs> okay.
3: That's better than 72, I guess.
4: All right. Would you want to know what age you're going to die? No. <laughs> you answered no, that quick.
3: No, I would not.
4: Um... Okay. Let's move on let's, from this. let I could really get into this conversation.
3: I, I could too. Um nah.
4: All right. D.
3: Carroll out. That's
4: crazy. Uh Wink Martindale out. He will be a free agent. A free agent. A agent. <laughs> free agent, agent. To sign elsewhere, uh defensive coordinator of the G Men. Uh, what's the other news? The Bears are keeping Matt Eberflus.
3: Eberflus is still in. After a lot of Bears fans, I've seen it all over Twitter today. They want their former quarterback, now national champion Jim Harbaugh, to come home be the head coach. Well, guess what? He can't because they're keeping Matt Eberflus in Chicago, but they are getting rid of their offensive coordinator.
4: Yeah, so I was going to ask: Is this more or less likely that Justin Fields comes back at quarterback? Or same. Head coach stays, OC leaves. Do they go new OC, new quarterback? Do they go same head coach, new OC, Justin Fields back? Hmm.
5: Well, you know who the rumored person is, you know, as far as interest by the Bears to be the new OC?
4: Is Pirate Radio back to their tricks again?
5: Why? Yes. Yes, we are.
4: Pirate Radio.
5: It's on our social media. Let's
3: play 20 questions again.
6: Sure.
4: Pirate Radio posting earlier today, Scotty Montgomery Mm -hmm. listed as potential candidate for Bears offensive coordinator opening, and let the comments flood in.
5: So, back to your question, if, let's say, hypothetically, Scotty gets the job, does he Work with Justin Fields, or does he bring in his in, in his own quarterback?
3: He brings in Philip Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> he brings in Philip Nelson. Gardner Minshew says, "I he bring Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is because he, there's a chance that he does not return to Indianapolis. Bear. Yeah,
5: so I mean, he, he was, could be a free agent at the end of you know he could be let go. He could be looking for a new team. <laughs>
3: Gardner Minshew, you are a Chicago.
5: Could Gardner Minshew be a Chicago Bears.
4: Congrats, buddy. We are connecting the dots here. Alex Gosh. is Justin Fields the starting quarterback for the Bears in 2024. I think if he's not, it's a mistake. Because I don't think he's the problem. Well, if he's if he's the starting quarterback, you know what that means. It probably means Washington gets Caleb Williams. They can have him. Ooh.
5: Ooh. Ooh. Them spiting words. Ooh.
4: Who you? Why, who you like your quarterback at in this draft?
0: Taking Michael Penix probably.
4: Mm. Ooh.
5: An injury hampered Michael Penix over Caleb Williams.
4: Well, he ain't injured right now.
5: No, I'm just saying that he is. He has been prone to injury.
4: Caleb Williams has been prone to being a terrible quarterback. No.
3: Against he's had his. He's had his. Nah. He's ah. had his black ca- clouds go over.
4: Did, him. did we watch Monday night? Anybody watch the game Monday night? How Pennix do? He did terrible. He was awful because I chose okay. Washington and he was awful. He's a terrible quarterback. Then
5: I'm just saying. I'm just saying from a durability standpoint, not from a talent standpoint.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a crapshoot. I like. Ba-
3: I tell you who wants Justin Fields, and that's the Bears fans. Yeah, but guess what? They don't
5: make decisions. That's right. Unfortunately,
4: uh, take us to break, Shirley. We got to get Ken Watlington in here. We'll talk some college hoops great night uh tonight how about last night uh houston loses their first game and was it last night that purdue lost as well yes they they got smacked by nebraska
3: Nebraska. the top two
5: teams were beaten by unranked teams (laughs) they got
4: smacked by
3: nebraska and iowa state had a white guy that hit the dirk on them for the dagger too
4: wow you're cursing and bringing up race in one segment I live life dangerously. <laughs> I mean, if he's
5: going to go down, he's going to go down swinging, I, I guess. I live life
4: dangerously. I, too, live life dangerously. I also called Boise State to be Colorado State yesterday. Uh, by the
3: way, Sam Hunt is that guy I was talking about a while ago. Remember him playing in Dowdy Picklin Stadium as the quarterback of the UAB Blazers, and then he turned into a pretty decent country singer.
4: All right. Cousin of Mike Hunt, I believe. Oh, really? I think so. Let's we'll take a break. There you go. We'll come back. Uh, Ken Watlington will join us. We'll run over the uh, Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. Great night of college hoops coming up tonight, including East Carolina and Temple. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live after this.
7: Come on. It was the heat of the morning.
1: You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Hey, tomorrow night is a big night here on Pirate Radio. Is the premiere of the Holton Ayler Show right here on Pirate Radio. We air it from thir- uh, Thursdays and Fridays at 6 o'clock. And uh, you can uh, find the Holton Ayler Show wherever you listen to podcasts on the Pirate Radio podcast channel. You can download, listen, and enjoy. You can also catch it on YouTube. Go to YouTube and uh, subscribe to Pirate Radio TV to watch the show. And you can also follow uh, the Holton Aylers Show on Twitter uh, for show drops, the latest guest updates, show topics, contests, and more. And uh, once again, be sure to follow at Holt Aylers show and at PR927FM to stay plugged in to the Holt Naylor show premiering tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's clip.
4: Alright, planning to uh, catch up with Holt on Thursday's show. Hope Kate Norman's doing alright. He had a future on Washington. He had Washington money line. No, he had he, he moved the line to Washington minus two. Had him plus the points. So he may be homeless right now, but uh, we'll uh, talk to him at some point. Ken Wadlington joining us here in the Pi Radio studios. What's up? Uh, Ken, a guy who laughs at the homeless. That's terrible, Ken. <laughs> no, I laughed the way you delivered. <laughs> oh, the okay. All right. Yes, not the fact that he may actually, hopefully not be. Homeless. Weird question, Ken. Have you been called an a-hole to your face Today? Well,
2: today? Uh, yeah, I think so. Actually, Brian Bailey earlier. Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes two of us because <laughs> Chandler did that to me in segment one of the show.
2: I have another
3: question for
4: Ken. <laughs> have you ever been in a
3: hot air balloon?
6: Mm.
4: Oh,
2: I don't think I
3: have. Do you have the desire to
4: do so? Sure. Yeah. It
3: seems cool. Have you ever seen one? I have seen them. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
4: I feel like I used to see them a lot on the weekends. Yeah, like floating around the, the county. Yeah, yeah. But that was a long time ago. Yeah. Like, have you seen one recently? no i would as yeah. that is enough you know what else you haven't seen see, recently ken what's that a pear a pear when's the last time you saw a pear think like, about a, it like n-
2: like an apple but a pear
4: yeah be honest uh when's the last time you saw a pear ken i did see a partridge in a pear tree so you saw a pear tree <laughs> but not a real one uh, pears don't exist anymore people don't they're not in grocery stores i don't think so I haven't seen them. Been phased out. I think pears are a thing of the past. Big farm has they do. phased out pears. They,
5: it, now it depends on what type of grocery store you go to, because yeah. if you go to like a, a Whole Foods or um, Trader Joe's, or something like a Trader Joe's, you're going to find them there. But like if you go to like a Piggly <coughs> Wiggly, they they do have them certain times of the year, but they don't have them all year round. Exactly.
4: And I'm kind of what just, about Lidl? Never been. Oh really? <clears throat> no, great store. Have you scanned your MVP card? Have you scanned your MVP card? <laughs> uh, great night at College Hoops last night, and it could be another crazy one tonight because on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, you've got a lot of ranked team, top ten teams on the road tonight. And your top two teams lost last night. Exactly. Number three, Kansas, on the road tonight in Orlando to face UCF in a conference game. That's wild. That's a wild stuff tennessee number five on the road at mississippi state north carolina on the road at nc state Yukon on the road at xavier oklahoma on the road at tcu so what's that five top 10 teams on the road uh against non-ranked teams all of them non-ranked uh it appears to be that way i'm gonna say somebody's at, gonna lose at least two probably three of those two is lose. that um Does I Tennessee could s- play Mississippi State. I,
6: yeah, I could see I could, I could see
4: that. I could see State. I could see North State Oklahoma. winning. Nah. I could see TCU certainly winning. They're favorites in the game. Over Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, Oklahoma's only got one and loss.
4: And I think UConn wins. They're tough. Yeah, they are tough. Had them on the road last week at a big East school and they were losing at halftime and came back in one and that was St. John's? Seton Hall? It was. I thought they lost to Seton Hall. No. Butler. Uh, uh, At Butler. The Butler did not do it. That is correct. So, uh, can the Pirates go on the road and win a game? They got Temple tonight. Eddie Jones ain't playing dang there's a temple guy that i should have had
2: former hornet i had to look that up when i was driving in listening to y'all i was like they're they're definitely missing somebody who yeah was, and he was number one on the list of the top 30 greatest Temple. he guys. was great yeah. uh played along and then after like four Lakers. four through 30 i was like i don't really know who any of these people are
4: yeah i should have got eddie jones that's on me i feel dumb about that speaking of which uh sports trivia coming up tonight uh at aj mcmurphy's Chan will be there
3: I will be there. Alex Harper, get on the mic right quick. I have a question to ask. Yeah, you. I have an invite to reach out to you.
4: What are you doing tonight, Alex? Not much of anything. No plans? No. 8
3: o'clock. AJ McMurphy's. Get some of your specialist friends or whoever you want to get together. <laughs> bring them out to AJ's and uh, enjoy some sports trivia. Hosted by our very own Clip Brock. Sounds
4: fun. If you got to run solo, you can come out and be on Sean's team. Sure. I
0: feel like I could be beneficial because I don't feel like you watch hockey any. No, so. oh, that do you have any hockey
3: questions
0: tonight? Uh, not a one all right okay <laughs> i retract my hockey,
3: hockey is asked every so often though, yeah so
4: and knowing uh you know if i know you're gonna come out i will throw you a few in yeah. fact i do i might have one tonight i might come i'll come up with one if you show up
0: okay great all i'll right. be
4: there all right there we go a harp in ken wallington out you can't make it tonight. i gotta work how about uh, old zach Kaplan's he in for tonight
2: I don't know, but I can text
4: him. Yeah, text Zach and see what he says. No, he's got to,
2: he'll be doing uh ECU women tonight. No oh, oh, man. Somebody's gotta get the highlights to put on the
4: news and
3: well that game ends at eight. Maybe he can come late or no, he's gotta go and yeah. work after
4: that. Do All the right. work. Stupid jobs getting in the way. Zach was really working hard on Sunday uh, at the ECU (coughs) basketball game. Saw him watching Red Zone and the FCS championship.
2: (laughs) He loves some FCS football.
4: Yeah, I think he said it was his old beat. One of the Montanas. Yeah, and uh, who won the FCS championship? South Dakota State. I mean, dynasty. Big time. Uh, Those Dakotas just dominate the FCS. Uh, Eventually, they'll join the American, but... Eventually. Ken, I saw... uh, you were lamenting over some UNCW hoops recently. Yeah, they stink. Things have gone south. Three straight losses. Mm.
2: The loss to Arkansas, you know, you expect that. You go to Drexel and lay a complete egg. And then you go to Towson two days after that and lose at the buzzer. Mm. At the buzzer. Not fun. Get any texts
4: from Mascovich? Of course, I did. Good. Twitter, text, Snapchat. He was hitting me up on everything, <laughs> every platform. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jamie says, "How many times do Sean or Clip stop to look at the produce section? Over under." <laughs> uh, look, I uh, me out personally, of 100, I'm going to say zero. All right, so I do some cooking, so I'm big on veggies. I got to admit, I haven't had I I hadn't had fruit in a long time, but I purchased fruit. Three times a week because I have a fourteen year old daughter who enjoys pineapple, strawberries, grapes. Apparently not pears. No pears. I'm buying fruit every time I go to the grocery store, but not for me. Now I am buying uh green onions. Onions. Yeah. Green onions. Shallots. Mm, I'm not a shallots person. Green no, onions. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the sweet Vidalia onions. Oh, Love yeah. those. That's good stuff. Uh buy a lot of taters. So I'm in uh I'm in the i ve- I'm buying veggies for myself and buying fruit for zucchini others. squash. No. I'm a
3: big banana pepper guy.
4: What you do with that? Put on salad. Hmm. Give it a little kick. Sandwich. <laughs> like two pieces of bread sandwich? Pizza. Like I've had banana peppers in a submarine sandwich. Yeah. But never have put one on my uh my own sandwich that I've made. You you'd go that route? Mm-hmm interesting you're an interesting guy chandler (laughs) the most interesting man in the world jamie's got a question for ken what sources does he use for gathering sports info does he have help an intern or something that helps gather info for the show well first of all ken is like a that is true um (laughs) but you're kind of a sports helper you're uh friday night's football season yeah touchdown friday but you're a newsman we're fortunate Joe so he watches not. Fox News and CNN <laughs> and that's it <laughs> that's
2: it <laughs> uh, for us to get sports information we got Brian Bailey he knows everybody yeah so he he, he has source. connections yeah, yeah. but that's, that's that's the key you just gotta make connections you know when I did sports in Ohio you just you know get to be you know kind of friends with some of the coaches or you know managers or, or whatever and just you know you, you find stuff out eventually
4: Jamie says banana peppers in the jar not in the produce section the jar called- he called you out on that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: You're not chopping your own banana peppers and slicing them. Jamie, up.
3: your uh, New Year's resolution is going really well, buddy.
4: But that, I mean, you can't just sit up here, cuss and lie, you know, all in the same hour. Somebody's got to hold your feet to the fire about yeah. something.
3: But he made a New Year's resolution. That doesn't matter. What was his New Year's resolution? The stop hammering me so
4: much. I don't think that was a hammer. That was it's like just pointing out that you, facts. Yeah. That's different. Like if he, says he you said you have. He said,
3: "What's the over under of us like looking at the produce section?" True. That's the hammer.
4: That's if, just, that was just a simple question. He didn't say you had a big giant head like I did. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he did say Chan knows he's on the way out, letting it fly. Wow. Now you are acting like a guy who knows his days are numbered here at Pirate Radio. Right. Did, did I miss something? No comment. It just there's a lot of tea leaves kind of. I don't know. He might be heading west and leaving Pirate Radio. <laughs> this has been going on for about two months, like, by the way. And I, I, I finally, how long is like, Wes
2: Greville? <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah.
4: I finally put it together that Gary Hahn's leaving, and Chandler is the premier Gary Hahn in person.
6: <laughs>
4: so they're going to hire him. To, and he will be Chandler Honeycutt, but he will call the game like Gary Hahn. Yeah, as Gary Hunt. You can start tonight, a little practice.
3: <laughs> and like they're going to call me Gary Han.
4: <laughs> C.C. Harrison, over to... <laughs> I, I Benjamin. Good, in the corner. So, uh, yeah. Well, can you get on the mic tonight at Sports Trivia and do a little NC State... North Carolina play-by-play?
3: Sure, why not?
4: All right, we'll be doing that tonight at uh, at 8 o'clock. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back more with Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9. Talk some uh, NFL playoffs, Ken. When's Washington play? Next season. Yeah.
2: The Sunday after Labor Day.
4: Who will be their coach? Who will be their quarterback? I know
2: the answers. What will the team name be? I think it's going to be the same name.
4: Okay. For we will uh, discuss that and more when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. We've got coming up on the show Patrick Mason, P. Mace. Saw him for the first time in a long
3: time on Sunday after the Pirates win over Tulsa.
4: I'm going to drop a Happy New Year on Patrick because D- I drop the bomb. Yeah, here on uh, January 10th, and also Cy Seymour. Will join us on the show. Talk ECU and Temple. More to go. Billy Ocean. Great song. Great man. Great tune. Back with you after this.
1: to hour one of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. The best place in Greenfield to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. A.J.'s has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, Sean, this is a little before your time, but being a Panthers fan, you should know. I saw this on uh, social media earlier. Maybe you did too. But on this day in 2000 and I don't know. Something. Three, four. Jake Delone hit Steve Smith in overtime in the playoffs on the road to beat this team.
3: Los Angeles Rams.
4: Incorrect. It was the St. St. Louis, Louis Rams. Rams. Uh,
2: ba-bum, ba-bum.
5: Man. Was that the beginning of the Cardiac Cats nickname? Or was, was that during that season?
4: During that yeah. run, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah, and I do remember that.
4: They won that game and I remember being at O'Cool's when they beat Philadelphia on the road in the playoffs i believe that was the championship nfc championship to go to the super bowl where they would eventually lose to the new england patriots
2: you know what else happened that super bowl
4: yeah what but i don't know what you're gonna say but i know some things that happened john casey kicked it out of bounds wasn't that the janet jackson oh super bowl? you're talking boomers.
5: Uh, <laughs> yes you're the, talking
4: uh, the <laughs> Thanks a lot,
5: Justin Timberlake. The the famous uh, wardrobe malfunction. I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song.
4: (laughs) Literally, those are the lyrics. I mean, mean, he said it. I
2: mean,
5: who? uh,
4: Chad Jackson read the entire song, and she was like, okay. what's going to happen. I pretty much got the gist of it. I'm not going to read the last line. (laughs) (laughs) What?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I just remember seeing that live on television going, I did not just see what I just saw. Like that was that? And apparently Janet didn't that? know no, Janet because the look on her face pretty much indicated that was not supposed to happen. What
4: is my safe search on? Oh, oh, there it is. Okay, Janet Jackson. There it is. It is kind of blurred out, guys, but you get the idea of what that is. Yeah. Look at Justin looking at it too. Is he saying? He's like, I did it. He's like, I finally did it. He's like, Whoa this out there
5: <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking whoa well this thing my looks... album sales are gonna he's go going, through the roof man, man.
4: My career's over <laughs> it was definitely planned right Had no because then, well, the by look one on, of them
5: by one of <laughs> yeah. well well the the tear away was supposed to happen it there was another layer there that was supposed to be there and apparently oh i see it was also taken away and that's what caused the Bruhaha.
4: So she's got some kind of black leather thing going on. Right. And then there's a red something underneath that.
5: Right. And that's what was supposed to be exposed, except that unfortunately came with when he took the top layer off.
4: I feel like the whole thing was a uh was planned. And Janet Jackson's like, Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Hey, hey, I forgot like it was in the script. I, yeah,
5: I I somehow I just don't think that that's what took place. I mean still <laughs>
4: We are. Are you wearing your uh, your son Is that a sun nipple ring? Sun today, Ken? <laughs> uh, no, I, I usually only wear Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Man, we're a day off. Yeah. <laughs> Who's performing at halftime this year? Usher. Usher Raymond. Usher. 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 His nipples are gonna be out. Oh well, God. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes me want to. Will leave. Little John be there with him though? Yeah. Yeah. Eric said I had to rewind it multiple times back. Come on, Eric. What are you, an 84-year-old man?
2: Eric, this is where you get weird.
5: What year was that again?
4: Oh,
5: four. four. Oh, four. Ish. Okay.
4: Yeah. Who's Ursher uh, who's bringing with him on halftime? Ursher uh, is, is not, like, popular right now.
5: No, I mean. No, I mean, he's, he's doing a residency at Vegas. Yeah, I mean, he's.
4: I feel like Rihanna wasn't popular last year. She's way more relevant than Usher is. Like I, and I'm no disrespect to Usher ever. He's right. fine. Right. But I just feel like he hasn't come out with anything new in 15 well, years. Well,
5: that, now that's true. Yeah. I think he hasn't come out with anything in a while. It's but. a
4: weird choice, I think.
5: Well, they want somebody. I, my guess is.
4: He's got a lot of connections
3: where he's going to bring them out, and it's going to be. Yeah,
5: I'm sure. The... I'm... Lil
2: John, Alicia Keys,
4: Puff Daddy, what's Diddy? whatever we're calling him this week? I don't know. Didn't he get canceled? Uh, P. Diddy? Uh, what does he do with Alicia Keys? My Boo?
5: Yeah, My Boo. That was the name of the song.
4: <laughs> I didn't know that, but I just wanted to hear Ken Wileyman say my, my Boo. It's a
5: song called My Boo. <laughs> it's really cool, man. You're going to like it.
4: No, I do like a song that goes, If your game is on, give me a call, boo. What's that called?
6: I thought Uh, that was my boo.
4: That
2: was
6: actually my boo as well. Exactly. Exactly. But it was by DJ... Ghost
2: Town DJs. Yes, Ghost Town DJs. That's a great
4: song. I want Ghost Town DJs. The the, the TikTok dance to it. Yeah,
2: Yeah. the
3: running man or whatever.
4: Oh, man. Tyler said, how about Green Day and their end of year? Green Day performed at the... um, Dick Clark's New Year's Eve. Uh, I was gonna say the Grey Cup. Oh, Green
2: Day. They back. did
5: uh, perform at halftime at the Grey Cup, though. Ruffled right.
2: feathers at the New Year's Eve thing. What they do? They changed their lyrics to a to. A did they get political with it? They did. Yes. Well, I am not. I'm just relaying what they did.
5: Here's here's the thing. anybody who know anybody who has any semblance of knowledge <laughs> of Green Day knows that they have been political in the past. It's punk what rock, w- exactly. Good. So what makes you think that they wouldn't be? now
4: that's a good uh tweet Stan what what a mess <laughs> no, well it just says when you turn on safe search but still find. yeah um uh, we're just looking up. up Super Bowl halftime acts
5: I mean you had Tom Petty the infamous frozen picture yep um you've had Prince Prince mm. which I still think is one of and if he closed not with the... foo fighters yeah Come on. If Great. not the best halftime show I've ever yep. watched. He with Foo
4: Fighters? Hm? What did you say he closed with Foo he Fighters? He closed with uh, Best of You by Foo Fighters in his
5: Super yes. Bowl performance. Yep, at the very end.
4: He didn't close with Purple Rain?
5: No, nope. Nope, but now it rained. a it piece
4: in that I would have definitely lost. Are you? Yes, he did. I guess you're did. sure, because I'm not. Yeah. Best yeah.
3: halftime performance of all time.
4: Interesting to go with that song. Yeah. Maybe he didn't close with it. Okay.
5: Oh, here we go.
2: Oh, Come
4: on now. I'm pretty positive listen, he had to close with listen, purple
2: rain. He played it at some time in his life, okay. but he has played <laughs> no, it. Now he played it during the Super he, Bowl. For he sure. he
5: has yeah. played it. Yeah. But he has you done best. And
2: as
4: you. you are telling me he closed with
2: it, and apparently he did it on purpose because he didn't like that the Foo Fighters covered his song "Darling Nikki," so he went and did a Foo Fighter song at
4: the Super Bowl.
5: Now, that piece of information That's, I am not aware of. That
4: sounds right, because yeah. he's very petty. Exactly. Yeah, not Tom Petty. Was just petty. <laughs> I was. I thought it was cool that he had the Florida
3: A&M band do the uh, uh, purple rain yep. with him.
5: Yeah, and it rained, which just made it that much more, more legendary. Because if you look at the behind the scenes, they talked about how the, uh, the people, the technicians uh, for the sound equipment and everything were absolutely terrified he was going to electrocute himself. Yeah. Because it was raining yep. so hard uh, during the performance,
4: I have, along with Janet Jackson's breast on my <laughs> computer right now, <laughs> Prince's set list okay for the Super Bowl. All right, go for it. We will rock you. Okay, mm. let's go crazy. Yep. Yep. Nineteen ninety nine. Of course. Bom, yeah. Little red Corvette. Bom, bom. Baby, I'm a star. Okay.
5: Great song.
4: Proud Mary wow this says Credence Clearwater Revival so they made it before Tina Turner
5: what Proud Mary yes yes CCR uh, Yes, CCR actually there's two songs that Tina Tur- Turner covered not Tina Turner I'm sorry that, that were covers uh, Baby I'm a Star Tina Turner covered that mm-hmm. um, from Prince speaking
4: of covers sorry. all along the Watchtower
5: yep. yep Jimi Hendrix coming in at number 8
4: Best of You Ooh. Coming in at number nine.
2: No, uh, Purple Rain. To wrap it up,
4: the big finish, Purple Rain. We were only
5: slightly off. Slightly off. We just had Purple Rain and Best of You mixed up. That's it. Credit to me
2: for
4: trusting y'all. What I said, he he
2: closed out a couple of cover songs during the Super Bowl with Best of
4: You. We got the tape, (laughs) (laughs) We've got tape of Chandler calling me an a-hole. You being factually incorrect.
5: I tell you, another really good new. performance was U uh, two, when U two did their halftime performance the year after nine mm-hmm. eleven, the Super Bowl yep. after nine eleven. I thought that day. it was. I thought that was very good.
2: And then a couple of years ago, when they let Justin Timberlake back, mm-hmm. and it was in Minneapolis, and he did Purple Rain. Hmm.
5: Yeah, I thought Bruno Mars did a really good job that one year. He he did his. Is that when he brought out the Chili Peppers? Oh no, nah, that I'm um, not nah, I don't remember that one.
4: What do you do? A cooking uh, <laughs> exhibition while on the... No, Earth? no, those are the banana peppers. These we're talking about the red hot chili peppers clip, okay? Where they wearing socks where they shouldn't <laughs> be wearing socks. Exactly. Uh Kenny Curling says they need to go country next year.
5: I Luke Holmes, th- Luke Holmes. I don't know. I just I'd go for some Brooks
4: and Dunn or some Garth Brooks or something like that.
5: Now, now you got, got a lot if of you're going to do a country artist, it's got to be somebody that has a universal appeal to it. So to me, like a Garth Brooks would be... Hey, Cowboys
3: had Dolly you know, Parton.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And look, Dolly Parton has got some serious universal appeal.
4: Uh, I, want them be, I want them to be in the Mercedes-Benz Dome or whatever they call it, singing Colin Baton Rouge. You kidding me?
6: Are I
5: like you it. kidding Do y'all me? have goosebumps right now? Well, unless <laughs> you've ever seen... my
4: boots right now.
5: Unless you've ever seen Garth Brooks, seen Colin Bouton Rouge, you really don't know what goosebumps are.
4: Exactly.
5: That dude can't bring a exactly. house down. Exactly.
4: Mike P. said, Ken and Shirley tried to get the best of Clip. <laughs> they
5: tried. <laughs> they tried, but we failed.
4: They failed. Jerry says, Such a failure. Clip is the new Casey Kasem. And this one goes out. To Ken Watlington's <laughs> and girlfriend. And that'll do it for today's show. Just, so to love just love
5: remember, with. keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for Ken the stars. Ken Watlington made a big CD at the grocery store.
4: in 2004 <laughs> that had Hoobastank, The Reason Is You, and <laughs> gave it to his girlfriend uh tim mcgraw and faith hill says todd gears mm, that'd be good
5: okay but i mean is there catalog <laughs> now are you talking about individual catalogs here are you talking about you know they can uh, do anything they can do yeah. covers
4: That's eric right. said i bet morgan wallen will be soon <sighs> i don't, I don't know morgan wallen I, my daughter said she was a fan and the one thing i do know about him i said is he the guy that wrote the brave song and he she did? said yeah, yeah. yeah so 98 got a, Braves, right I mean, anybody that writes a song about a Brave season, I'm, i i got to be kind of cool. And, and, and,
2: a, and a season that, you know, lets you down as a Braves fan. Which yeah. it's, That's it's right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got a whole
4: volume of uh, Brave songs. All right. Uh, Ken, we got to say goodbye to you, unless you want to stay. I would love to stay. i got to go read the news. All right. Go read the news. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. Coming up, more on Pirate Radio Live, hour number two. P-Mace will join us. Coming up uh, later on this hour. Cy so Seymour, hour three. Jamie says, Casey Kasem and Johnny Carson, same voice.
2: I did not know that.
4: (laughs) It's wild stuff. We will be back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price swings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight, Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Firetower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
4: All right, on Sunday... I wanted something good to eat. Watching some uh, afternoon red zone. Getting ready for the night game. I so, said, you know what? I'm going to go chicken Philly and fries from mm. Familia. And it hit. Guess what the pizza of the week is.
3: Oh, uh, buffalo chicken. Our favorite buffalo chicken.
4: With the ranch on it. Oh. Some, tell them put some ranch on it. Uh, fantastic. So uh, go hit up Familia and enjoy an awesome pizza pie. And a lot of other goodies as well, including... That chicken Philly,
3: steve's Saying familiar doesn't have the Buffalo pizza anymore.
4: Well, that's factually that incorrect, Because they posted this week that their pizza of the week is the Buffalo chicken pizza. Maybe they do not have it regularly. Yeah, but I know they have it right now. So, Steve, you want it? If you missed it, you got it. Go get it. And guess what? Twelve bucks. Twelve dollars. Twelve smackaroos. We're talking couch change, people.
3: Look in your couch. Get some change. Look in your cup. And you can buy a Buffalo Chicken Pizza today from Familia.
4: Do you have a uh, change cup?
3: Yes, I did. Yes. It's not a cup. What is it? It is a uh, liquor
4: bottle. Ooh, okay. How much do you think you got in there, Ron? Uh,
3: Elijah Craig. Um, Probably a good, I'd say, between 50 and 60 bucks.
4: Oh, wow. I have a. Uh, I got a Redskins mug with some change in it. Hey, it's pretty cool, but not uh, not that amount. <laughs> I can tell you that. Jerry says all things Buffalo have been banned in Pittsburgh this week. <laughs> what would that include? Buffalo wings. What else is there? At buffalo like buffalo chicken pizza.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? We have it here in Greenville or Winterville. Familia has it.
4: Buffalo sauce at grocery stores.
3: Buffalo, like, have they closed down a specific uh,
4: sports bar and grill? Well, I'll go ahead and say that's the biggest uh, fight Pittsburgh's going to put up against Buffalo because they are going to get busted this weekend. Fact or fiction? That's straight fact, homie. Let's give uh, two thoughts on each playoff game. Okay. Packers at Cowboys. Thought number one. Dallas does not lose at home. And they are big favorites for a reason. And they are going to win this game by two scores. What's your thought?
3: My thought is that Jordan Love will prove that he is the quarterback of the future for the Packers, but they will not get it done against the Cowboys.
4: So you think it'll be a good game? Yes. Okay. Rams at Lions. The Ram- I- I do-
3: Here's my thought.
4: The Rams are going to win this game.
3: Yeah, well, you you just said it for me. You feel that too? Stafford revenge game. Detroit is going to be be a letdown because a lot of people have been thinking, okay, Detroit's finally here. Detroit's finally playing playoff caliber football. They can make a run, and they are going to be possibly the new Dallas Cowboys when it comes to winning in the playoffs. They're not going to be able to win in the playoffs, and they'll start – on Sunday at
4: 8.15. I just feel like we... We had a lot of conversations on Fridays picking games about, all right, Detroit, prove you are legit. And they did in a coat, but they, they... I don't know. I, I just got a feeling. The Rams. They really shouldn't be there. I mean, did anybody pick the Rams to make the playoffs before the season started? There was one guy. Who was that? Oh, no. Nah clip rock what clip rock man that guy knows football he probably Is he on
3: espn or something
4: He's uh january 10th so he probably had not made a game of the year prediction yet has he like for college basketball um he actually did he did what yeah you, no way he hit it you
3: didn't hear that yesterday
4: no nah, what'd he pick he picked Rutgers uh oh. over indiana did they cover they did oh, okay this guy's on a roll man Eagles at Bucks what's your one thought on that game uh, Baker Mayfield will
3: stink it up big time I've always said that like Buccaneers have no chance in this game
4: Sean have these two teams played this year I want to say they have what uh, night uh, did they play on Monday night where'd you watch the game I don't know where'd I watch the game who did I watch it with with me? <laughs> yeah. Where? AJ's. Oh, really? Yep. On a Monday night? Yep.
3: Was that one of the doubleheader games?
4: Mm-hmm. When the Panthers played the Saints? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm.
3: Oh, I don't remember that. I remember um, the game. I just don't remember watching it with you.
4: I remember because I had the Eagles. And um, I'm going to take them again. I, you are, you're like, this I'm, is one of your locks this week. I'm weekend. dead set. You're dead set on the Eagles. I am not dead set because the Eagles look dead. Uh, those are the NFC thoughts. Did we give any thoughts? Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. Baker Mayfield Uh going to struggle. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to say Hurts is hurt and Tampa wins it. Hurts gets hurt and then Tampa wins the I'm gonna game. say Hurts is hurt. Oh. And gets more hurt. Okay. AFC Browns at Texans. I'm gonna steal one from you. You said Jordan Love proves he's the Packers quarterback. CJ Stroud's already proven he's mm-hmm. the Texans quarterback. Yeah. He's gonna cement it with a playoff win wow. on Saturday. Your thought
3: browns have already won at houston this year i think the flacco magic survives one more week browns take it on the road against the texans
4: dolphins at chiefs my thought is i want to take miami because i feel like everybody including us i'm starting are, to
3: give up on miami
4: we're talking about the weather kansas city and the playoffs you just expect them to make a run i feel like nobody's gonna pick miami this weekend and if everybody's on one side you gotta pick the other i don't want to be on that side Right. And I don't want to pick Miami, but I could see myself picking Miami in this game. Because I feel like it is such a curveball to what everybody else is doing. Yeah.
3: I'm just I'm Miami has to win the big game and the only one they've really won this year is that Monday night game, I think, either the Sunday night game or the Monday night game there at Christmas against the Cowboys. Uh, that was in the comfort of their own home. Can they go on the road in negative two-degree chill weather in Kansas City? You know, I've only the,
4: heard that. I haven't seen that It's with the my own
3: return eyes. of Tyreek Hill in Arrowhead. I want to give up on Miami in these big-time games. But, look, I'm not impressed with the Kansas City Chiefs. You talk about a team that I look at and go, man, what in the world? They're, what, 10-6? and six? But, like, I mean— some of the losses they've had this year to start the season now Detroit has proven they're one of the best teams in the league. But you know, lose, losing against the Raiders and some others that they shouldn't have lost to lost to. I don't know, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I'm going Miami on the road.
4: <laughs> Look at the weather for Saturday. Seven degrees. <laughs> Seven degrees. And the uh, the wind chill negative three. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty legit. We would be fools to take Miami in that game. Absolute fools. Well, I guess we're fools. Let's get foolish. All right, Steelers at Bills. Blowout. I just don't see a scenario where Pittsburgh wins this game. Well,
3: can you see them at least making it a game?
4: Josh Allen, like three interceptions, two fumbles.
3: He goes and jumps just where he shouldn't jump. Like he he rushes for two yards on first down, tries to jump over somebody, loses the football in a key moment of the game. But here's I don't the know thing: if that happens when that
4: happens, he gives it over to Mason Rudolph, right? Yeah, you worried about that? Not really. No, not at all.
3: Do you think? do you think pittsburgh do you think mike tomlin and pittsburgh makes it at least a close game can we sit here and watch this game and go after we watch it and go man they put up a fight it was a good game they 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 fought to the end or do you think from start to finish it's buffalo's game
4: buffalo buffalo all day buffalo uh 23 degree temperatures in a buffalo on sunday 25% precipitation. Can we get a little snow action? 23 mile per hour wind. Man, it's going to make it even colder. So it is going to be pretty brutal there uh, in Buffalo on Sunday. Looking forward to the playoff weather. Looking forward to some nice soup. Mm. Patrick Mason joining us. Get the heat rolling. Get a hoodie on and watch a cold weather football game. Soup and football in january uh mike p said hey my son asked me a question i didn't know if a team is kicking a 60 yard field goal can you legally put a player back by the field goal post to jump up and block it like goaltending i'm gonna say yes alex is shaking his head no
0: that it should not happen you shouldn't be allowed to do that can you do that i do not think that's allowed why the best of my knowledge because it's, it's no different, I think, than – I will look it up in a second. But I think it's no different than you can't jump over people on the front line. And you can't, like, you can't put a guy on your shoulders to, like, block a field goal. Well, I'm not saying climb on the goal post. I am just that. saying jump. Yeah. I'll look it up.
4: Uh, because there's no goaltending rule. Like, the ball is uh, on the way down. <laughs> like, I've never heard that because I've never seen the scenario. I've never seen it before. Jack says, "No, you cannot. That was banned." Well, that is stupid. Banned from what? Who did it for them to ban it? Now, now I think we should. In, I don't think you should be able to touch the goalpost, hang on it. If you make any contact with the goalpost or the crossbar, fine. Uh,
0: that is illegal. Our commenter was in fact correct. It says in American football, it is against the rules for a player to stand by the goalpost and jump to attempt to block a field goal. That is a stupid rule. What, what is it? Why?
3: How many times? Exactly. <laughs> my, my question is how many times is that situation going to occur where a player actually has a chance to jump up and touch the football and knock it out of the field goal? Opportunity. 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 Think about this. Because a lot of the times the field goal is way good. There's hardly ever any times where the field goal barely gets in or like crosses the crossbar.
4: Think about this playoffs. You're narrowing down your roster. Do the roster sizes stay the same in the playoffs? Like in baseball, they're expanded, and, and then at the end of the year, and then I can't answer that question. I have no idea. Do we bring uh, an eighth offensive lineman? Do we bring a uh, an offensive a, lineman? A, a fourth running back? No, you bring in Victor Wimbayama's cousin. Yeah who's 7 foot 5 who is only there on the team in a scenario where a team is kicking a 58 64 yard field goal and he's back there to block it how exciting would that be <laughs> like man not only do you got to make this you better get enough on it because if it's narrowly over the crossbar uh Dickter Winbyama win is going to block this thing what's his name Dichter. Dichter. yeah okay Victor's cousin And you got old Dictor back there. Okay. Who's ready to SWAT this baby? Yeah. That is excitement, man. Jack says it's an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. How is that unsportsmanlike? How do y'all know this?
3: Did (laughs) y'all look it up? I never even thought about this. That's I mean, that's a great thought by Mike P's son. But I just I don't ever see that situation ever occurring.
4: You know what I mean? I think (laughs) I don't think you should do this. But, like, okay, how about in the XFL? You can get, say, you got to have like eight defenders on the line or whatever, but that leaves three guys and they can go before the play and climb on the crossbar. And, like, one can climb the upright and he's hanging on and can, like, hang on and swat it while it's going in. Wouldn't that be fun?
3: That's like, basically soccer at that point. Like a You've bunch got
4: three goaltenders, like a bunch of pirates, like hanging on a ship, um, or goalkeeper, whatever.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. That's such a weird scenario.
4: Uh Alex, what do you think about the touchback rule? Guys running in, fumbles the ball, it goes out of bounds in the end zone.
0: I think. Do you it's like it the fun. way it is? I don't. I think if you fumble the ball out of bounds, I don't think you should get the ball back. So, if it's fumbled in the end zone, it's a touchback for the other team. I think that's perfectly fair. Okay. I don't think you should be rewarded for losing the football. What about if you're at the 40-yard line?
4: You get the ball back then. What do you mean? If I'm running down the field and a guy hits me and I fumble it out of bounds at the 38, nothing happens. We
0: We keep the ball. Yeah, I'm saying if that happens, the defense should get the ball. Like if you fumble the ball point, out of bounds at any
4: point?
3: Yeah. Okay. I you like shouldn't this. be
0: you shouldn't be rewarded. Okay. All right. For not having good ball control.
4: I think the rules should stay similar the way it is now for both sides. You're saying uh if the ball is fumbled out of bounds at any point, all right. the opposing team gets it. You are radical. Christian McCaffrey hey, runs Hart. to the left
3: side for 3 yards. Ball's fumbled out of bounds at the 35. Ball goes out of bounds at the 37. It's the defensive ball. I like that.
4: Yes. I don't like that. But it would be hilarious. I mean, I'll tell you what, people be holding on to the dang ball. Then again, you saw DJ Chark holding it like uh he didn't care about it at all. That ball day.
3: never went out of the back of the end zone. I think in that situation, offense keeps the ball, but, you know, take them back to wherever. Either if they're inside the 20, take them back to the 20 or 25. And then
4: Chad said, there's no more XFL. I know that nerd. You
3: freak, what? You freaking nerd.
4: The UFL, whatever the hell it who is. Chad, you know what I'm saying? Why do you have to be so literal? Do you know who you're talking to? Being such a Chad. My P says, well, why can't they catch the ball and run it back? If they can't touch it. Wait, what? Okay. Mike P brings up a good point. Kick six, you know. Why can't the guy jump to catch it? Uh, As it's going across the crossbar. Huh? Because he wants to return it.
3: Huh? If he goes to swat it, he can always say, I went to go catch the
4: football. Yeah, I'm back here to return it. Like Like Ed Reed, like everybody has been their whole lives. What are you talking to me for? How is that unsportsmanlike? Huh. Jamie says, question, can the long snapper catch a pass on a fake punt, or is he ineligible? Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes, you can. For goodness sake,
3: report. (coughs) Yes. Do you have to report? Do you have to go to the...
0: I do not. Because I wear an eligible number
4: in my case. Stop talking about this, because we're going to run this play next year. All right,
3: dude. Give the long snapper the ball. That's happened before in a game, by the way.
0: I'm Nobody like, It happened that. in a bowl game last season. I believe it was Notre Dame and uh, South Carolina. I believe both long snappers caught a touchdown pass, both if I'm not Both on each mistaken. team? I believe so.
4: South Carolina punter throws touchdown to the long snapper. Purdue runs fake punt to the long snapper. Huh. Let's look at best fake fake (laughs) fake Fake. punt ever. Watch the long snapper. All right, there's the snap. Great
3: route. Oh man, look at this route. Athleticism at its finest, folks. Is Alex as
4: athletic as that guy? Can you run a uh, Can you run a route like that? I mean, like a corner route. Alex, could you do this? Can you see this? yes i can all right here's the snap perfect snap
3: look at this route by
4: this athlete could you do that dude i do that in practice all the time <laughs> come on man why are we not running this man all right put that in the playbook this year that's beautiful
3: if i don't Please. see a alex harper touchdown this year i'm gonna be so mad we could be nine and three 10-2. At least the and catch. If I don't see a Alex Harper catch or touchdown, I'm going to be like, season's a wash. He gets
4: <laughs> up, does the stupid smell of the fingers thing. <laughs> does every celebration in the book. Does the cam. Uh, oh, man. That would be awesome. Sticks the ball out, drops it.
0: Takes his helmet off. Gets a penalty. <laughs> no, nah, man. I would respectfully hand the football back to the referee no penalties You would get hyped though oh I would be super hyped yeah no penalties are on here though (coughs) what would you
4: do if you scored a touchdown have you thought about that of course you have retire (laughs) (laughs) go Antonio Brown take your jersey off and just walk off the field
0: yeah throw out the peace sign
4: Alex it's the first quarter we need you
0: (laughs) of the first game of the year
4: I'm out
5: that's what I've always said about me playing softball if I ever hit one out I would retire immediately.
4: You got to just go and one style. No, they cross the guy up. They don't even finish the play. They just throw the ball into the stands. Oh yeah, just just leave. All right, let's take a break. When we return, man, we learned a lot that segment. We learned that you can't block a field goal attempt, which is stupid, standing uh, there in the end zone.
3: Get out of here,
4: which makes zero sense if you can return it.
3: Get that junk out of here.
4: We learned that the long snapper can be an eligible receiver on a fake punt.
3: If he's wearing the right number.
0: 49, baby.
3: So if if he's wearing 91, like Joe Shimko at NC State, he can't go out for a pass. How do you know the
4: state's... I believe... Oh, okay. I, never
3: mind.
0: Isn't 91 an eligible number? Because tight ends I've wear seen 91. i tight ends
4: wear 91 before.
0: Uh, Jeff Fisher. I think ineligible is 50s, 70s. Jeff Fisher? No. What does Jeff Fisher
4: have to do with this?
3: <laughs> this is the wrong, wrong
4: guy. I'm gonna let you think of that guy, and we're gonna take a break. P. Mace joins us on the other side of this timeout. Back with you, Jeff Fisher. What are you talking about?
3: Get a break. <laughs>
1: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip
4: Back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Sai Seymour going to join us Hour 3. Talk some Pirate hoops. And let me say, let me be the first to say Happy New Year to Patrick Mason. Who joins us here. Hello, Patrick. Hey. I just had to look at my watch for the date. So I got a happy new year on January 10th. First time I have... Not the first time I've seen you. Because I kind of gave you a nod at uh, Minji's the other day. That's right. First time I've spoken with you. Yeah. So I think the first time you talk to somebody in January, it's okay to say happy new year. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. It I has t- to be in January, though. I talked to a guy the other day at the mully table and he said not mully but this other gentleman that if i see a person in march for the first time of the year i'm dropping a happy new year on. Oh, boy. i thought that was a little much <laughs> that's that is that's, a little
3: steep. Much. that's very steep yeah, yeah. Mm. um yeah,
4: that's, that's, that's something did you figure out who you were thinking about luke fisher okay in fact john came up with a couple of 91s at ecu jason jason halter more than 91 when he caught a touchdown against NC State in mm-hmm. Chuck Amato's last game.
3: Yep, the chest.
4: As head coach of the Wolfpack. Uh, Jamie says, my mom thought Jeff Fisher was hot. Hmm.
3: That's interesting. <coughs> yeah. Uh,
4: let's That's go around the room. My mom thought Gus Farrat was hot. <laughs> Who'd your mom think was hot, Chandler?
3: I had to think about that one. Lincoln, Lincoln
8: Riley.
4: Okay, Lincoln Riley. We're going football coaches? Uh, just any sports figure.
8: Ooh, sports figure. Um, I think Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. What?
4: Alex, uh, does your mom think any <laughs> sports people are hot? Shirley?
5: My mom loved her some Terry Jeff Gordon. Bradshaw? Nope, Jeff <laughs> oh, Gordon. My grandma Pretty loved boy. It. Pretty boy Jeff Gordon. Pretty boy Gordon. Gordon? Trust me when I say oh, that, that hair. number 24 was everywhere in my house. <laughs>
0: Alex? my mother may or may not be listening but if I don't you are think... call
4: in and let us know who's
0: hot <laughs> yeah please i don't think she watches sports enough i think she just watches the sports i play in oh surely she
4: knows though like my daughter doesn't care but you know who's on the background of her phone which really uh, worries me Uh travis kelsey travis
5: well i wonder if part of that's
4: the taylor swift connection
8: oh
5: there's it's totally the taylor swift thing
8: it's like if she thinks he's hot then maybe i should yeah maybe a trendy hot i do
0: recall my mother not being impressed with travis kelsey's physical appearance Ooh, it's a large
4: human who's uh my wife they were talking about a quarterback that her and lily thought were attractive and I can't remember. All I remember saying, "What about Sam Howell? He's an okay-looking guy, right?" Was it Jimmy G? And they were like, "No, oh, Jimmy G is breathtaking, but it wasn't him." Who was the quarterback they were talking about? I don't Joe recall. Burrow. No, wasn't Joe. uh I know nobody cares about this. Josh but, Allen. no wasn't Josh. It wasn't Tua. It wasn't Rogers. It wasn't Mac Jones. Trevor Lawrence. It wasn't Lamar.
3: Trevor Lawrence is pretty. Yeah,
6: well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hair. Uh, he just well. has
8: very giant features. Like it, everything is, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence looks interesting. Everything? <laughs> oh, was
3: it hey. Justin Herbert?
4: No.
8: Herbie? They
3: say Justin Herbert looks like a uh, Disney character in a football game. <laughs> Zach movie.
4: Wilson? Oh I don't think so. Just name all the quarterbacks Your, you can name. Go.
3: Our moms are saying he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh it wasn't It wasn't fields wasn't daniel jones was it wasn't bryce young it wasn't stafford it wasn't golf i can't remember who it was maybe it was a college quarterback <laughs> i don't know Jalen hurts no i nah, can't figure out who it was i'll ask him tonight um all right patrick what's up hey man uh no not much it's it's going pretty good you going to Minji's? yep i'm going to minji's
8: Minji's on a Wednesday.
4: No, a theme. Chad, it was not Ryan Tannehill. No, Jack, it was not Vinny <laughs> Testaverde. <laughs> and uh, no, Jamie, Vinny. it definitely was not Jeff George. Oh, Will Levis? Nah, I don't even know what he looks like. I don't. I think that's a, the appropriate response. You're not supposed to know what Will Levis looks like. Uh, Mike says, why can't you block a field goal on the way down? That's what we're trying to figure out, Mike. It makes no sense. Donald Juan will be watching the Pirates at midnight. He is in London town. Hey. After a VPN ESPN Plus. There you go. I've heard about these VPNs. Anybody familiar with those?
8: Yeah, you can set your location elsewhere. Can you get in trouble for that? No, it's legal. That's weird, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's totally legal. It's just to kind of protect yourself online. From...
4: Well, it's to protect, but also to get programming you can't get in the country. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's totally legal. All right, you just work work your way around some ads. Uh, Don Juan will be checking out the Pirates tonight. ECU women trying to get to three and Patrick taking on UAB. You know anything about the Blazers? Yeah, they're they're pretty good as well. Um, but
8: they they've had some some tight games. I don't, I really like how ECU is trying to figure out how to play without couple of their starters. Micah Dennis, Sania Man. Johnson. What's the
3: status on is she out for the year?
8: Yeah, so that's that's what I've heard from Kim that, you know, she just says it'll be a while. Sania Johnson out for the year, broke a bone in her leg.
6: Her fibula, um, I believe I was read. And,
8: and she was I mean she's like the engine that kind of makes that defense go. I know Danae McNeil gets a million steals, but Sania Johnson's
4: just great up top there. One of the saddest things I ever saw with my own two eyes, Sania comes in on crutches for the South Carolina game. Micah Dennis gets hurt sania hands the crutches to micah and then sania has to roll out on one of those <laughs> things where you put your knee on oh yeah that's never a good look a like, little
5: scooter yeah, yeah when
4: it's... you have to hand your teammate the crutches and, and mm. I, it's uh that's rough because uh herp jayla herp yep she's out she her talked to her, her media day uh she was out to start the season yeah so you know, I, I I really forgot about Dennis being out during that road win mm-hmm. on uh, over the weekend, and that is a testament to Karina Gordon. Yeah, um, I was going to say, was, or yeah. as Chandler likes to call her, Katrina Gordon. <laughs> Use <laughs> she, that in the uh, in an article. Yeah, she uh she's really stepped into that
8: point guard role, and she can really shoot. I think she's shooting close to I think it's thirty nine percent now, off the top of my head from three. Um, so she has just been a great um find for for ECU right now because you know I mean, a freshman you can come in you know touted and um all the the hype you want but you got to go out there and do it and for a freshman that's difficult but she stepped in and, and played really well. Uh big fan.
4: Yeah, you it's uh, it's just a shame. We'll see how they can do this conference season without uh, some really big weapons, but uh, you like their chances tonight? Yeah, I do. I, I think they're on a roll. And I think they're trying to. I think they're starting to kind of figure
8: out how to play without some of these players. And um, you know what's really interesting? The the Weish twins. Yeah. Um, I was kind of curious how they would fit. Um, and I think the past couple games, they've both really, really stood out because, um, you know, Maya Joyner, obviously she's she's great, um, but but if you get these other two girls in there, I, I think they got something there. All right. Pirates
4: and Blazers coming up six o'clock, Menjee's Coliseum. ECU men on the road at Temple coming off a of win. Have you seen the line on this game? I haven't. Take a guess, Patrick. <laughs> I'm going to say ECU five and a half. Wait, what? Whoa. Whoa.
8: Four and a half on the road. ECU? Oh, on the road. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the men's right. game tonight. Yeah, yeah, yes. ECU. I'm going to go ECU three and a half on even on the road. Okay, I Ep- forgot. You are
4: ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Tem- what? What is it? What is it? It's it, well. It's you're close, but, but it's, it's just flipped on the flipped on road. Yeah. It's it's Temple minus one and a half, which I think is crazy low Temple, Temple. Temple's lost like four or six. Yeah, but they lost uh, on the road. Uh, to South Florida and beat Wichita State at home. Is there, they're going to be like all these teams in the American that win home games and lose on the road? It's just a really tightly packed conference of probably middle of the road teams. Yeah. So, uh, well, sounds like you think the Pirates can go on the road and win tonight. Yes.
8: <laughs> we have had this every, conversation we have every
4: day. I'm, I'm not backing down.
8: <laughs>
6: okay. Even though,
8: even though uh, you know I should <laughs> from from recent
4: uh, games, but you are not clouded by the past three decades like I am. Correct. You are looking at it as 2023-24 ECU basketball. Yes. And who's currently on the team and who's currently on Temple's roster. I am looking at it as the guy that saw us go on the road and lose to Gardner-Webb by thirty one year yeah. after winning a home game. And, yeah, like you said, Temple's, Temple's not anything great. But
8: I'm, I'm still looking at this ECU basketball team as they are nowhere near playing where they should be playing right now. Um, so I, I still well, it's think... It's about time to get it going, ain't it? It, it absolutely is. I, I still think it, whatever game it's going to be, they're going to turn a corner and start playing well. They, they just, they got to get it figured out. Um, Cam Hayes, he's, he's coming along. I think I, there's more to him, hopefully. Um, I, I just think there's a lot,
4: lot going on here. I just want to let you know I wasn't exaggerating. November 23rd, 2004, ACU goes to Boiling Springs and loses 90 to 60. Yeah, 30. Literally
3: 30. 90. 30 points. Give up
4: yeah. 90 points. Yeah. Um, ECU was 0-2. That was the first ever meeting against Gardner-Will. Then they lost again. Yikes. But I'm happy to report the Pirates have won three in a row against the running Bulldogs. Mm. So that is fantastic. Trying to knock off Temple. Uh, ECU's had success against Temple here at home since joining uh, the American. They were one of the teams I was excited to see in the American because they have such a rich basketball tradition. But... What have you done for me lately? They haven't done much at all. Okay, you copy Perry. I'm predicting a road win tonight.
8: All right, Patrick. I hope you're right. Uh I what, might be back here next week saying I'm way off. What has to go right for that to happen? Um I, I want to see Ezra take a next a step. I feel like we haven't seen that that sophomore,
4: you know, next step from him yet. I was looking for something. I think I was just looking to see if anybody nationally was talking about the ECU game the other day. And I searched Brandon Johnson on Twitter. And one of them was from the, it was like some guy from On Three talking about the secret scrimmage with Providence. And it said Ezra had 27 points in that scrimmage game from this year. Like, where's that? I was going to say, where, what
8: is that scrimmage? What, what were they doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I don't mean it like, ter- you know, Super bad, but, I mean, come on. Where, where's this
4: 27-point outburst? We haven't seen it. Nah. I wonder, uh, Johnny Stats, are you listening? He dropped a stat on us uh, last week that said Ezreal was the only player in the country that has more free-throw attempts than field goal attempts. And I was thinking about that chandler on sunday yeah and said well that is staying true continuing because he got to the line a lot and uh did pretty well at the line on
8: sunday he just that's just part of his game he just doesn't shoot he just gets the ball and goes to the rack
4: he is so quick to get to the dang rim but also people don't know this before the game he just dips his hands in butter (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing i can think of because the ball either on his own or by a defender gets knocked away or he, he just he's right really under, struggles finishing. right under the basket yeah too. yeah it's frustrating mm-hmm. because you know especially when they put that that poor guy out there the chubby fellow the other day you knew he was getting right by him mm-hmm. and he did every time but can he finish it and if he gets fouled can he sink the free throws he did a good job of that on sunday yeah they shot well free throws but
8: yeah, I, I just want to see him just have a game where he just, like you said, drops 27. Where's where's that? I want to see a 30 point game, a 25 point game. Just just go off.
4: Go off, King. Uh, Jamie says, uh, or Chad says, has everyone placed an order for their pirate radio gear? Jamie is planning to do so this weekend. You go to pr927fm.com and we have pirate radio merch available for you to purchase. So for the first time ever, we make it easy for you. You don't have to come to the station, you don't have to come to UBE. You can get it right there on your computer screens. Merch to perch. <laughs> merch to perch.
3: Merch to perch. Let's go. Plenty of merch to perch on pr927fm.com.
4: Right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number two with P. Mace. Patrick Mason. We'll talk uh, NFL news and notes. We'll ask about his Bears. Pete Carroll. He's gone.
6: Not sort of. necessarily. Sort
4: of. He's going upstairs. Would another team hire Pete Carroll? Mm, I would say yeah. The NFL's weird. All right. I'd say yes. We'll touch uh, touch on that and more back with you. Pirate Radio Live after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price swings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Jamie says, is Pete Carroll a Hall of Fame coach? He says, I think yes, but it's close i don't know if it's even that close i say yes unanimous yes put the jacket on yeah question is mike tomlin hall of famer yes probably yes well he has more wins than Pete carroll in the same amount of super bowls so that would make him a shoe in yeah uh is jeff fisher no he has more wins than Pete carroll longevity how long has he been coaching uh, he was with the Oilers from 94 to 10, Rams 12 to 16. Yeah, that's a lot. of. And he was eight games over 500. That's what I mean, he was just eight and eight every year, I feel like. Pete Carroll, two losses shy of Bill Parcells, three losses shy of Jeff Fisher.
6: Yeah. I was
3: listening to Jim Rome earlier, and I want to say he's only had two losing seasons in his past 11 or 12. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Hall of Famer? Yes. Pete. Hall
4: of Fame gum chewer? Yes. Yes. Hey Big Red. Hall of Fame wooer? Yes. Juicy fruit. Is Mike McCarthy a Hall of Famer? No. 17th all-time in wins. One Super Bowl. He's one he's a Super Bowl away.
3: They're going to get I to have the point my, where they're literally going to be like, all right, who's who's
4: up next? Mike right. McCarthy is going to have way more wins than Pete Carroll because he's only three back of them. And at least the same amount of Super Bowls. I just feel like he just stumbles around. like I just I don't know what he's doing. Just because he looks like a bumbling idiot.
8: He does. I also have my Packers green and yellow colored glasses on right now, and I hate the Packers.
4: So. Okay. Mike McCarthy, not a Hall of Famer. Nope. Is uh, Mike Shanahan already in? He's got to be. He's got to be.
8: Bringing Denver back to relevance for him small time in the 90s. Back-to-back Super Bowls. I don't see... He's Hall- younger
3: than... Did you see that? He's younger than Pete Carroll.
4: Yeah, but look at that face.
3: And that's what makes it surprising, because I saw that picture and I saw his age.
4: I don't see Hall of Fame for Mike Shanahan.
3: You will one day.
4: Yeah, he won two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Why is he
8: not in that? I mean, I, I don't know why it's taking so long. Am Maybe I missing not. something? Maybe uh, it was those years in Washington. What are the qualifications for a Super or a Hall of Fame coach? I yeah. feel like players, pretty, you can kind of gauge a player, but a coach is just a toss-up.
4: Have you been around for a while? Do people like you? Uh, like Jamie said, two Super Bowls will get you in, which is why Tom Coughlin, yeah, has got to be in. Even, yeah, yeah, for sure. Coughlin has what he did with the Jags too when they first came around uh where they were uh, they went to the championship the Panthers and the Jaguars was it their second season for both of them and they were in the uh, championship games Mm -hmm. Panthers lost to the Packers yes and the Jags lost to the Broncos I believe I don't have much memory of the Jaguars ever being good they were that year. You, when, you were a little uh, young when they had Mark Brunel, Keenan McCardle, Jimmy Smith. They were good.
3: Jags had that one year where they got tra- uh, trampled against the Patriots. <laughs> trampled. Basically.
4: That's a good word. <laughs> Is it? Yes. You're a writer. You're I looking did. for words. Yeah, I think that's a hilarious word, trampled. Yeah. You might be able to use that uh, in one of your games you're talking about tonight. You know what's a really good sport for words? Baseball. Yeah. There are just so
8: many odd words. Oh, like I said trampled. snort.
4: They um, only lost by four trampled. Yeah, that's not much of a trample. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you talking <laughs> about that game, you think?
3: The AFC Championship, I said they got, like, demolished.
4: You want to talk about a trampling?
3: <laughs> Let me see a trampling.
4: I'll show you a trampling. Alright, let's get the list. All-time trampling. Um, Dan Marino's last game, and it involved the Jags. Oh, no. Good God! 62-7 to in the playoffs. That's, a, that's the definition of trampling. Playoffs? That's a trampling. That's a trampling.
3: Have you seen a trampling?
4: Jaguars.com. Boy, they made sure to talk about Dan Marino. They uh, also survived a kidnapping and made it back for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Snowflake. What? Ace Ventura. You didn't see that? Uh, Dan Marino got kidnapped. Yeah, Jim Carrey had to save him, believe it or not. <laughs> and he's the worst actor ever. Yes. I just remember saying, who are you? Yeah, he was. No really flubs, bad. though.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Shirley, can we play that? play uh damarino no no can you pull that up before we take a break we no flubs break. can you do uh you want to hang out 10 more minutes yeah. or so? yeah i tell you what we'll, we'll pull it up when we return let's get a break in that's the tease if i've ever heard one jerry says is tom flores in the hall of fame i'm pretty positive he is yeah he got in not long ago we'll take a break we'll come back we'll play no flubs marina And uh, talk more with P-Mace when we return. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken. A half club sandwich with chips or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. And after work, down on Main is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join down on Main every Wednesday for half price swings from four until close. And down on Main Street is on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. That was a uh, interesting break. Sean gave us a Panther, a couple of Panther stats. Bryce Young. Led I'm going to
3: hang my hat on these in the offseason.
4: Bryce Young led all rookie quarterbacks in rushing. Yep. And what was the other one?
3: Uh, the Panthers defense gave up the least amount of passing yards per game at 183.
4: You know why that is?
3: Yes, I do know now, <laughs> and you make a good point, and I'm still going to hang my hat on it. Because we need all the positivity in Charlotte that we can get. And mm-hmm.
8: you're just not going to carry your hat around forever.
4: When nope. teams are up by 28 in the fourth quarter, uh, they just want to run the ball and get out of there and don't need to throw. I turn Joey
3: trying to call me during the show. You
4: should have answered it.
5: What's up, Joey?
6: <laughs>
4: if he calls again, answer. Right. Uh, Chandler, you had a question for uh, Patrick and I, a little trivia here on a Wednesday. We'll be yes, at AJ's yeah. later tonight, 8 o'clock, playing trivia.
3: The question is, name the six oldest active head coaches in the nfl
4: so i haven't named any names yet but i was looking at a list uh, of teams so uh how do you want to do it patrick let's go back and forth yeah let's do. i'll let you go first all right i'm gonna go with bill belichick
3: he is number one on the list
4: i'm gonna go with andrew reed he is the second on the list
8: um go through these teams sean payton he's got to be up there right
3: he is last on the list oh
4: barely made it <laughs> i'm gonna go todd
3: calling do I need to answer him yeah all
4: right tell him we're live on the air hey buddy you're live on the air
3: oh what's up oh man i forgot how you guys doing doing good how are you we're trying to do a trivia uh, question how do you that? forget what do you
4: i forgot oh that's so that's why i was calling i was calling urgently because i today's trivia i'm gonna be there Ooh. Oh, breaking <laughs> right. news. Ahead, huh? I like it. I like it.
3: All right. Well, we'll see you tonight 8 o'clock. All right. Sounds good. All right, man. Hi, right, boss. Go, take care. I hope you're doing
4: good, buddy. Hey, All right, boss. All right, man. All right, boss. All right, Charlie. <coughs> All right. Charlie. Boss, never. <laughs> Bye. Shouting out everybody. Um, all right, so you have... I'm going to go uh, Todd Bowles. Todd
3: Bowles is second to last on the all list. All right,
4: so we got three and four left. Yes. Okay, oh
8: boy. All right, uh, I think one of them's still in the playoffs. I'm going to say John Harbaugh.
3: John Harbaugh is third on the list at 61 years old.
4: Six, okay, all right. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with Mike Tomlin.
5: Ah! And- oh, fart! <laughs>
4: You got the first name
3: right, I'll say that.
4: Oh, why? oh well, dang, that's easy. I, I should have said him over time. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Mike McCarthy
3: is 60 years old.
4: All right. The Mike part helped me so
3: out there. So, Belichick, Reed, Harbaugh, McCarthy, Bowles, and Peyton.
4: We did pretty good on that list. No, we didn't, because I screwed up. Well, I didn't screw up. I know. So, But thank you for including me. And So, Tomlin is 51. Man, he's just. Been, I'm just trying to think of guys who've That's been around. Young forever. Too
3: for as long as he's been a head coach. Well, I
4: knew he jumped in really. He was really young, so but he's been around. So, so if long. he
3: goes for as long as Carroll is gone, he's got another 21 <laughs> this, years. And the
8: Steelers just don't fire coaches. They've had like three coaches in their entire existence. They
4: have had three coaches my entire life. Like what? Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin, and um, what are we, who are we missing here? Yeah, no, 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 no. Older guy. My my. I'm really worried it's about like my the, brain. The the legend, yeah. right? Chuck Knoll. Yes. Chuck thank Null. you. Thank you. Uh, they have had three head coaches my entire life. That's nuts, right? And that's so rare. Right. <laughs> nuts, right? Uh Patrick, does the retaining of Eberflus Ooh. and the firing of the offensive coordinator make you believe more or less that Justin Fields will be back? Or it didn't affect it at all? I
8: don't know. I don't know. I, I I would say it didn't affect it. Okay, I, th- I think they. I think what they thought was so Matt Eberflus is a defensive minded coach, and I think they didn't like anything from the offense really this year. So they got rid of the offensive coordinator, the quarterbacks coach, and I don't know if that means like all right, Justin, you know we'll, we'll get you a guy in here who helps you out, or if they go find someone in you know in, in the draft a quarterback, the new staff can come in and work with this guy. So I'm not really sure what that tells me, but. I, I just know as a fan, I'm, I'm kind of upset they kept Matt
0: Eberflus. Now,
3: were you one of these Chicago Bears fans that was hoping that Jim Harbaugh would ride out of Ann Arbor on a high horse with a national championship and return to his home in Chicago?
8: Yeah. So, so whenever, every time I, that's why a is good way. Whor- that's why the horse high? On <laughs> his high horse. <laughs> so, I like okay. I, I don't want Matt Eberflus, but I, I'm a guy who says if you want, if you just say let's fire somebody, I feel like you always have to have a name in mind. You can't just say let's get rid of people and not have a clue. The only person really came to mind was I want Jim Harbaugh, and if he if that's not available, I don't know. I don't know who's out there, but I, do. I, I, I just don't like I just don't like Matt Eberflus. He's just a bumbling dude. Every time he talks and. No, nothing goes right.
3: Say Ibraflus is out as the Bears head coach. Where is Mike Vrabel on your uh, candidate list?
8: See, that's the same kind of thing. It's just another defensive guy. I, I just want a, an offensive mind. I, I watch the Packers. They are the youngest team in the league. They're rebuilding, right? They got a, a first-year quarterback, but they have a really good coach, and they're in the playoffs. And like, It's like, why do the Bears just make these wrong decisions every year? And I feel like that's happening again. You just the league is offensive minded. You can get anyone who just knows defense to coordinate a good defense.
4: Yeah. So what? What did I say to you earlier today, Chandler? I want Mike Vrabel, but Mike Vrabel is a younger, a bit more energetic Ron Rivera. Right. It is another defensive guy, and not incredibly younger. It
3: gets the job done, takes you to where you need to be, but does he get the job done down the road? And yeah, I don't know. Ron Rivera did that one year, but wasn't able to get the ultimate goal of a Super Bowl. Ron and Rivera, since then, he really hasn't been able to do anything.
4: Ron Rivera's had a quarterback to get him there. Uh, Vrabel has never had that. The thing for
8: me is the reason why I, I personally want an offensive-minded guy as my head coach is because if you got a defensive guy like Vrabel or Eberflus, you're going to hire an offensive coordinator and say, "All right, this is your side of the ball. Do great with this quarterback." But if wow. they do awesome. They're gone. They're getting a head coaching
4: job somewhere, right? We got uh, some monster breaking news Uh-oh. Here. Uh-oh. Drop he- it. I'm talking earth-shattering.
3: You'll, you'll probably see it on ESPN pop up here soon.
4: Earth-shattering sports news coming out right now. we in the lead. Drop it. Chris Lowe, ESPN senior writer, says that Nick Saban is retiring. Really? What? What? Nick Saban. is he just wow.
8: said, I'm done with this transfer portal NIL stuff, I'm out? Or is
4: he just, I mean, he's in his 70s, isn't he? We just talked yesterday about this dynasty and got, you know, got into it with Jamie on the chat about even if Saban leaves, Alabama's going to make the playoffs every year. Well, let's see, Jamie. Let's see if the machine can keep on rolling. How is Duke basketball and UNC hoops looking? Very good point. Wow. They're it's they're decent, but it's not the same. Not the same at all. This is uh, this is huge. Yes, because Saban could recruit anyone just for being Nick Saban. And what kind of dominoes come from this? Who's taking over that job? Dabo? Does he leave Clemson for Bama? That's a, a good great fit. Went to school. Who who would even be? I feel like this has to have the been discussed, tree is so but I've big never that really. on there has to come. Other than him. the Dabo stuff, I've never thought about. Okay, who takes over if Nick Saban retires? I don't know. Breaking news right here. Because just on his
8: staff, like he he just kind of finds all the misfits anyway, and they go elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like it's not like he's just keeping these guys for ten years. It's not like there's a guy in waiting. I wouldn't think. No. Nah.
3: And I mentioned the coaching tree being big, but a lot of those guys have, like, they have their seamen They have coaching jobs that I'm sure that they're happy with. Just it's the fact of you know what what is Alabama going to offer this this new coach? But like Davo Sweeney is a guy that you automatically think of because he's an Alabama guy, went and played football there. Um, But man, big news out of college football.
8: Alabama's just going to be like another team now. (sighs) <sighs> do you think so I think so I, it might hang on for a little bit you still got all these guys and I'm sure they want to play for Alabama but yeah I, I think it's you're just going to be in the middle of the SEC and all these you know LSU so even does if, turnovers so even with it.
3: the trophy case being filled when the recruits come and they, they they're shown the, the trophy case with mm-hmm. Nick Saban not being there that's going to be a huge factor for these recruits coming to Alabama
8: I think so I don't know I mean I, I think so. You can say all about the history you want, but if that main guy's not there, if the guy it's not that the same, brought those trophies
3: right, there it's not is the not same. there, then yeah, I agree.
4: I mean, it takes like one eight and four year to get the ball really rolling of downhill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is uh, that is some big news, huge news. I always in the I, I, world. And,
3: I, and, I, and I remember us talking, and I remember and a few people probably have said this, but if he goes mm-hmm. out a national champion, he's probably going to retire. That that wouldn't be a surprise. But them losing in that first semifinal game, um, you, you might have thought that, you know, coming back for one more year. I think their early top twenty five AP poll has got them in the top number maybe two. two three. three. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
4: Wow. That is uh yeah. It's kinda cool. You see what I'm trying to I'm do shaking. here, Chandler?
3: I do. And I'm do you and do you want that?
4: No. I'm just... Uh, That's good radio, you guys. <laughs> I am going to do a Nick Saban Photoshop and a Washington Commander's uh, coat. Look at you breaking out the technology. Yeah, but I'm really struggling to do it while hosting the show right now. All right, uh, P-Mace, we will let you run to Minji's East Carolina women in action against UAB men uh, at Temple. Over under, ECU basketball wins tonight, one and a half. Under
6: what wait a minute,
8: <laughs> so you say the women lose I' I'll, I'll go over i I, I gotta <laughs> stick with my points I gotta stick with my my guns here because you you said the men are gonna win yeah all right yeah i I think the women win as well all right but this might be their toughest conference test so far UAB so far yep
3: Jamie uh, throws out a name that I thought of Lane Kiffin to yeah. Alabama
4: mm.
3: Hypel? question mark Jamie also says
4: mmm yeah, I don't know. Like Houston, everything is such a downgrade that it's Scotty Montgomery. It's kind of even hard to like think about somebody. You know, but that's
8: the thing. Shashovsky retires. Like everything's a downgrade from that, right? Yeah. You got to figure out something. I don't know. It'd be interesting. All right, Photoshop complete. Wow. Look
3: well done, man. Thank you. Is he already hired? <laughs> is he already got? Is that from like a when he maybe visited a, a practice of y'all's? Yeah, it he went to real. go
4: see uh, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne and said you know what Steve Spurrier did it I'm doing it too I'm going to Washington show me the money alright uh, P. Mesh thanks for hanging out man yeah thanks take a break come back when we return Sas si Seymour joins us to talk some pirate hoops got that on the way Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday back with you after this
6: the heat is on
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Russell's in downtown Washington is the place to shop for all of your clothing needs, whether it's the great collection of men's suits and sport coats, the beautiful dresses and casual attire for women. Or the new collection of barber outerwear for both men and women. Russell's has got you covered. Russell's Clothing has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for over 40 years. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's clip.
4: All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Love. We can see Belichick and Saban out in the same off-season. Appears Belichick will probably will still coach. Hey, Nick Saban still could coach. He could. But uh, it would be pretty shocking at this point.
5: You know how Saban said at one point, I'm not going to be the Alabama coach, Yeah. so quit asking. Well, six days ago, he denied that he was looking to retire. If Nick so, Saban
4: ever says something, he's going to do the exact, exact opposite.
5: Yeah, of course.
4: I saw uh, Mincy, Ben Mintz, is uh, trying to keep Alabama off Lane Kiffin and said the obvious hire is uh the oregon coach what's his name uh dan lanning did he coach with saban i guess or coach at i Alabama? want to say
3: he was that he was a part of that tree
4: so um you want to look at the well we ne- we got to get the size more. let's get to Sai and then uh, we'll come back and talk more about Nick Saban. Uh, but right now, we'll head out to the Pirate Radio Live line, joining us to talk some Pirate hoops. Cy si Seymour here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Cy, si, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing
7: great. It's uh, a basketball season and uh, enjoying every minute
4: of every game. Yes, sir. Conference games, fun to watch uh, each and every night. You got upsets. You got uh, packed houses. It is fun to see coming up tonight. East Carolina taking on Temple. Uh, Si, let's look back before we look ahead. Pirates coming off... uh, Uh, A win they really needed to get at home uh, after starting zero and one in conference play after a loss on the road to FAU, which we've talked about. They hung tough for a while, ended up losing by fifteen, but a great bounce back against Tulsa the other day. Pretty good basketball team with a really good player in Haggerty, but a big second half for ECU side, and they're able to get the win. Yeah, no doubt about it.
7: That's a big win, And, and you know, in the other game, when you look at that game against FAU. Under four, it's it's uh, like 63 and you're in it. It's a two point game, and you end up to outscore you like fourteen to two or fourteen and oh run, and it looks bad, but you were in that game all but four minutes. I mean, it was it was a really good basketball game, and when and when DeBunjay got hurt on the ankle twist, it seemed like it just went downhill after that. But listen, on the road, top team, you were right in it. Can you? Can you play 40 minutes is the key, and I thought ECU came back, responded well uh, in their win. I thought I thought they played extremely strong uh, on Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon. I thought they played well, and that's a good win for ECU. Well,
4: we've seen games in the past, side and of course ECU had the miracle against Kennesaw State, Bobby Pettiford uh, hitting the shot beyond half court. But games against Upstate, uh, Northeastern, the two SEC games, South Carolina, Florida. Uh, the, the game against FAU in the final minutes, you know, you needed some big-time players to make some big-time plays and uh, just didn't get it. Well, Brandon Johnson hit the big one against Tulsa, and uh, he talked after the game, not necessarily what that play out of, uh, out of bounds was designed to be. Uh, he just told Bobby where he was going to be if he needed a bailout. Brandon was there, hit the big shot, and that is something that uh, that East Carolina's needed here in a few losses earlier this season that they got on Sunday against Tulsa.
7: Yeah, exactly. And and the more shots you hit like that in big games, the better you get. You get used to it a little bit, and that's the key to it. I think, I think the other really quiet stat, with 10 minutes to go in that ball game, it's, uh, they, they were behind by two. You, you got to understand, that's where they were in the game. They were down 50. Now, listen, they're down 50 to 48. And only scored seven points in the rest of the game. I mean, that's how... That's pretty good. I mean, when you when you can hold a team to not scoring in you know, a you know the let the last ten minutes of the game at seven, you, you're going to be in a lot of games that you're going to win, and then you got to give them credit for that. that. that's a heck of a comeback to win that ball game. And I looked at that as a key stat. Again, they win 57 but at the ten minute mark in the left in the game, they had and I'm talking about uh, Tulsa had fifty points and only scored seven the rest of the run. That's a pretty good win
4: points for the pirates uh, in that win over Tulsa like you'd expect uh, Brandon Johnson 17 RJ and Ezra 14 your your three big guys in double figures uh Cam Hayes had eight size still not great from the floor but seemed uh more active and into the game and and it, you wonder if there's still rust involved there uh with Cam Hayes do you expect uh, brighter days for him si, as a pirate I do I think I think the,
7: the good days as long as they're healthy I think the good days, in it they play, Bobby Pettifer's played well. I mean, he's leading the conference in assist to turnover ratio right now. Three to one, he's number one in the conference on it. He very rarely turns it over, gets a lot of assists, plays smart. But Hayes, they're both good players. I mean, and it's just a matter of time. He's missing the, – the jumper he hit, a miss the other day, it looked like it was dead in. It went in and out from the perimeter. He's just got to hit a few. But the thing that he does give you – He's a really good defensive player, I'm talking about Cam Hayes. He's a really good defensive player. And that that keeps you in the lineup. He missed some bunnies. He had some easy buckets that he missed, but he's not going to miss those much. I mean that, that ain't gonna continue. He's gonna finish, he's gonna be a big player for ECU. And and you gotta understand, he's been in other programs, he's been going around and you know, you say, I gotta get better, you press a little bit, he'll get better. Mike Mike force is a really good coach. He'll stay with him and get it out of him. He knows he's that good. So I I, I think he can get much better. Maybe it's tonight. You're looking for when it's going to be.
4: Cy Seymour joining us talking to Pirate Hoops. You look at resumes, Cy. East Carolina Temple do a blind resume, and you couldn't pick out who was who because uh, they both have the same overall record. Uh, They both have the same conference record. Temple has lost a, a conference game on the road to South Florida, won a conference game at home to Wichita State. They also lost a close game to an SEC opponent in Ole Miss, just like East Carolina did a couple of times uh, against Florida and South Carolina. So they look very similar right now, Si, on paper. And I guess that's why the line for tonight's game uh, is so tight. Temple is, uh, I think I saw, their one-and-a-half-point favorite. So uh, almost a pick'em on the road. Uh, their advantage is, of course, uh, they're at home, and East Carolina has not played uh, too well on the road. So do you look at it as about even going into this one tonight?
7: I do. I think it's an even basketball game, and look when we talk about and think about this, you're talking about one three-pointer. That's how crazy this conference is. Yep. and I said the same thing the other day. This game with, this game with Tulsa, it's going to come down to a possession. Brandon hit the three, and it really gave us the gap, the breathing gap. It looks like we won by five, but it was it was the same kind of game. It is literally a one possession are a three-pointer away from winning and losing. And if you're at home, you better try to seal it. You better try to seal it. I, I keep saying the pressure is on the home teams to win because on the road, you're on the road. I mean, that's, that, that's just the way it is. Tonight, ECU's on the road, has a really good opportunity to win a ball game. The pressure's on their temple, and they're going to have to play extremely well. They're not a good shooting team, uh, and I'm talking about temple. They're not, they're not a great shooting team. Uh and so you've got a chance to get them, but it's Temple. It's the fifth winningest program in basketball history. They're used to winning up there. They don't usually let it down too much, and they're going to be ready to play.
4: Sai Seymour joining us. Sai, going into the year, uh, a lot of talk about FAU, deservedly so, after the run they made in the tournament. And they're still in the top 25. They're coming off a loss to Charlotte uh, and have four losses on the year. And I know you talked about Memphis heading into the year. I might have overlooked them a little bit. Uh, They're top 15 right now. I saw an early bracketology the other day that had them as a two seed uh, in this year's NCAA tournament. Still a lot to be determined before we get there. Uh, But look, I mentioned the word resume a moment ago. They've already got wins over Missouri, Michigan, Arkansas, uh, VCU, Texas A&M, Clemson, Virginia. So they've got some great wins. Their only loss is to Nova and Ole Miss. They sit at the top of the conference right now, 13-2 and overall, 2-0. By the way, UAB and North Texas also 2-0. But how about this uh, team Penny Hardaway has? Is this the team that you think can make a deep tournament run this year? Yeah,
7: they can. They're really good. They're athletic. They're strong. They they have they have depth, and and they have a good coaching staff. Yeah, I think I think this is a deep team. I, I, you all never let out, you know. Never forget Memphis. They 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 love basketball. It's their true game. The city loves it. I'll never forget one day. I always use a little restaurant on Beale Street for breakfast. I go in. I like to hear people talk, and so I'm in there it's on Beale Street. Uh, anyway, I go in. Jody Jones used to go with, me. and I'd say to the waitress, I said, we're going to beat you Tigers. She said, you won't beat our Tigers. We love our Tigers. She said, we love our Tigers. Just like that. Just like that. And they mean it. They love they love Memphis. And so uh, it's a good place to play. And all down the line, they love them. Uh, we did get them in there one time, though, and that's a good win. That was a nice win that day. But it's hard to beat Memphis. And Memphis, they've got a great – you know – They're averaging, as far as people in the stands, they're averaging like twelve to fourteen thousand a game. Uh, One of the top teams in the in in the country, and of course in the American. So this is a program that every night out there's a big crowd, and they believe in them, and they're winning, and that even makes them bigger. Uh, So yeah, don't count out Memphis. They're they're going to be tough, Uh, but FAU's good. They're a solid. They're the kind of team that in tournament play and in conference play. Tournament play, they have good guards and they can shoot. So they're gonna be they're gonna be tough also. And because of the showings, I'm not sure we couldn't get two or three teams in. Yeah. It's a good thing.
4: I want to uh, get further into that conversation. Uh, maybe when we get into February, Si, who you think is uh, on the bubble, who's uh, who's in right now? You mentioned attendance in Memphis. Uh, uh, there, there's a graphic going around, and, uh, and the Pirate Radio listener, Jamie, sent it to me as a talking point over the weekend. And, and uh, Memphis, uh, obviously, the largest attendance in the American uh, as far as men's basketball goes. Second, no surprise, Wichita State. Si, you could go eat some breakfast there in Wichita and have that same conversation, I'm sure, because they love their hoops there. And how about third in the league, side is East Carolina. And Yeah, it says something about the the lack of crowds uh, at other places in the American. But right now, ECU fans doing a pretty good job of showing up. And I think, you know, students are back now. I I expect a big crowd when we see SMU roll in here. Pirates will probably be an underdog in that game on Saturday. But I think that'll be a fun environment. And, you know, Mike Schwartz trying to give the Pirate fans something to be excited about. But third right now in attendance in the league.
7: No doubt about it. It is mean, I think right there, welcome is SMU. They have really good crowds. But you're right. I mean, you're looking at, at Memphis with with the lead, and then and then uh, you know, Wichita State, somewhere around six or seven thousand. Yeah. Uh, in home contests and ECU, right there, SMU's right there at four forty five hundred somewhere in there. And that's big crowds in this league. That's a really good crowd. Uh, yeah. Give credit to the Pirate faithful. They've been coming out. And uh, over the holidays, you had these people there without, without the students there. So they need a really big crowd on Saturday against SMU because I think SMU and North Texas are kind of in that upper class too. You, you gotta, North Texas is good. Make no bones about it. They won, that, they won the uh, NIT last year, uh, and, and it wasn't luck. And the two teams that were in it, UAV and North Texas. And to get there, they had to beat the likes of Clemson, Wisconsin, all, a lot of the power five schools to get those two teams in the final. So these are not fluke programs. These are good basketball programs that can, that can beat anybody any night. And so when you're bringing them in, you better, be, you better win your home games. If you can, you better bring your A game against certain teams. And there are two of
4: them. On that note, Cy, uh, as we look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck coming up tonight, uh, you've got a load of top 10 teams on the road, and uh, I think we're going to see a wild night of college basketball. UCF will host Kansas, uh, Mississippi State hosts Tennessee, NC State hosting North Carolina, Xavier hosting UConn, uh, TCU will welcome in Oklahoma. So there's a uh, a slew of top 10 teams on the road tonight, wouldn't shock me, Cy, if they all all lost. That's the way it goes in college basketball. We saw it last night: uh, Houston losing to Iowa State, and uh, no more uh, undefeated teams in the landscape of college basketball as we sit here in early January.
7: Well, you look at them. Purdue got beat at Nebraska. Yeah, one team, and then the second number two team in the. What kills me is the announcer said, "Welcome, welcome to the Big Twelve, Houston." Well, no, no, no. You're on the road. It's that hard <laughs> to do. Wait till they go to Houston. Anybody? It's, it's I don't care who you are in today's world. You go on the road, it's hard. Yeah. And I, I keep saying, a good win is a win at home. A great win is a conference win on the road. I don't care who you are. Tonight, North Carolina and NC State. NC State 3-0 and playing well. And I mean they are. It's a good basketball team. If they beat North Carolina, it's a good win. If Carolina wins, I'm telling you, you don't think it. It's a great win to win on the road. It's so hard to do. That win against Clemson for North Carolina was a big time win. It, you can think it wasn't, but going in that ball game, I said Clemson will get them. Brad Brownell's got a good ball club. He just they couldn't pull it off. North Carolina beat them. And look, I'm not I'm not a big North Carolina fan. I'm just telling you, road wins are big. And then State's got two road wins already. They got they're two and on the road. So you get a road win. Love it. And ECU has a chance tonight
4: to get that road win. Yep. Uh, East Carolina trying to get their best win of the year, Cy, on the road at Temple uh, coming up tonight before they come back home against SMU on Saturday. Cy, what's a a key or two uh, tonight for the Pirates? What do you want to see for them to go out and get that W?
7: Well, I think, first of all, you have to defend an ECU. I'm telling you. They're sad. And, and Cliff, you know, I'm doing the games on TV, so I don't get the – I get to watch it, but I've got to talk and watch it like that. Their defensive schemes are the best I've ever seen at ECU. And I've seen good ones. I've seen Billy Herring. I've seen, you know, Jeff Lebo. I've seen them all. Joe Dooley. These are the best things. Just unbelievable what they do defensively. Uh, they've got to play great defense. They've got to knock down some threes. They've got to knock down threes. And you can't let the good players go crazy on you. You know, you can't let uh, – their guards do it. You can't Miller. You can't let Riley beat you. you Jaleel, Wright, Jaleel White is a really good player. You, they can come, they can come at you, but you don't have 25-point games, 23-point games. You've got to keep them in their range, and you've got to knock down some threes. see you can do that. And, I, and I'm going to tell you something, Cliff. And I, Mike Swartz is the guy for this program. I'm, I'm just telling you here all the griping you want. But he's saying the right things. He's not influenced by the negative. He's trying to build a program. And I, I've never seen anybody that is that good at staying focused on what really matters. And, and I think people need to give him credit for what – and look, we're in the time of Portal and NIL, which nobody planned on that. Nobody. You've got to be patient with this stuff. It's really difficult right now.
4: Sai so Seymour joining us. Speaking of difficult, side, it's been difficult for our commanders. Uh, what are we going to do? Yeah, we, we got to bring in a new coach. uh got to bring in a new director of football operations, and uh, they got in the number two pick. So hopefully, brighter days ahead for our guys.
7: Well, there's no doubt about that. I think they let Dallas win that game, so they'd have it. Easy. I really think they wanted Dallas to say, "We're good. This is us. We're ready to go." Okay. They let the, they let the Cowboys take that one, but. Uh, overall, we're now in rebuilding mode. We were in rebuilding when, when we traded everybody to San Francisco. You know, another way to get Dallas is to trade to San Francisco your best players so they can shut them out in the playoffs. <laughs> but, but, but the bottom line is, but the bottom line is, they're just going to rebuild, and you hope it works. And you know this clip up there. And any league, you gotta have a good coach, you gotta have a good quarterback, and they've got to make sure they do those
4: things. I love size NFL conspiracy theories. That's good stuff, Sai. <laughs> I like that. Sai Seymour joining. Who's your uh, Super Bowl pick? You like the Niners, Sy? Si? I like the Niners. I like that crowd over in
7: Baltimore. Okay. I like them
4: too. I I I, I
7: like them. I, they're tough. They're strong. Got a great quarterback.
6: Could be the year
4: of the Harbaugh, Si, if uh, the, the Ravens can get there.
7: The Harbaugh. He could be in Washington. It could be Harbaugh and Harbaugh. It could be. Could be the new coach over there.
4: Could very well be. Si, good stuff. Uh, will we uh, hear you on TV on Saturday?
7: Yes, you will. I'll All be right. there on Saturday working it. And, I, and, look, enjoy talking to you. We'll be talking. Call me anytime.
4: Will do. There is Sy Seymour joining us, talking pirate hoops here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back. Couple of guest uh, updates for Friday. Coach Hud will be back. Talk to Greg Hudson. Sure, have some great stories for us. And the newest member of the Cleveland Guardians organization, Carter Spivey. Talk to the former pirate pitcher who signed with that organization. Uh, was announced on Tuesday planning to talk to him coming up on friday as well. well take a timeout. come back look at uh nick saban's coaching tree and who could potentially be taken over at bama lama's a
3: couple on this list that i think that can make the uh jump to tuscaloosa
4: uh we'll do that when we return pirate radio live after this i
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville. Along with 18TV so you don't miss a game, they'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at DeBuck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. On a Wednesday, Nick Saban retiring. Out. Huge news today. Sorry, Pete Carroll. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. He literally got his 15. Talk
5: about stealing somebody's thunder. That is I mean,
4: a uh, big thunder steal there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, this is an article USA Today 2023. Nick Saban's coaching tree, former or uh, current or former head coaches in 2023. Which we'll, we'll just go through some of these names and say, mm-hmm. hey, could they be maybe next in line for the Alabama job? Jimbo Fisher. No. He's available. He's available, but no. I don't think Alabama's going to take a uh, fired Texas A&M coach. And, him and uh, didn't him and Nick go at it? Uh, yeah. Kirby Smart. Now, talk about the ultimate betrayal. Oh, man. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. But what uh, the, the, the South would implode on itself if Kirby Smart was to leave Georgia for Bama. But Kirby uh, has the – going to be preseason number one. And so uh, he's going to stick around at Georgia. <laughs> Look, this guy's already coached two SEC teams as a head coach. I mean, one of the best like
3: coaching videos is him and Nick Saban at LSU just cussing out somebody. Will
4: Muschamp. Not going to happen. Jeremy Pruitt. No. Will definitely not happen. Mark D'Antonio. No, nah. He's available, but uh, looks, appears to be done. Uh,
6: Lane Kiffin. Kiffin.
3: Jamie thinks uh, Jamie thinks the, he thinks that's going to happen.
4: Lane I Kiffin. I don't know if the Bama... I don't know. That didn't seem like a fit to me. But definitely a possibility. Gary Dooley would be a no. Oh, Jim McElwain. Man. I believe he's at Central Michigan right now. And I don't think Alabama would like his service.
3: Here's something on his resume. He beat the East Carolina Pirates.
4: Then, okay, he did, yes. And he beat the ECU fans watching the bowl game because he did a phone interview during an entire quarter during the bowl game. Mm-hmm. And he likes Shocks. Shocks. Uh, Bobby Williams. I don't know who that
3: is. I don't either. He was the head coach at Michigan State from 2000 to 2002.
4: I'm going to say he doesn't get the job.
3: I think this could be a underrated... I'm maybe not underrated, but I think this could happen.
4: I don't. Steve Sarkeesian. He is at Texas. He's got Arch Manning waiting in the wings. He just made a playoff. Why would he leave to go to Alabama? I don't know. Why would a lot of people do the things that they do? I was going to say alcohol, and I wasn't even thinking about Sarkeesian.
6: Show me the alcohol money. Um,
4: I think he stays at Texas. Okay. Feel free to chime in, Ahar, if you have anything to say. I think the top pick is coming up soon. Okay. And it's Mel Tucker. And it's not. He's available. He's available. Uh,
0: Maybe just have a phone chat. Well, no, don't call him on the phone. Everybody that you have listed already that you said was available is probably available for a reason including Definitely Mel Tucker yeah, not fit for the Alabama job Butch
4: Jones is at Arkansas State and will not be the coach at Alabama Billy Napier is the coach at Florida and will not be the coach at Alabama Mario Cristobal what's he doing? Is he still Miami? He's available uh, it says
3: present but that, this is
4: our old article uh,
3: I thought Billy Napier got fired
4: I don't think so but I've been wrong before, but not a ton. Mike Loxley's the head coach of Maryland. He will not be the head coach at Alabama. This is the one I loved. He worked with Nick Saban as a quarterback's coach from 2005 to 2006. Say hello to your new Alabama head coach, the Clapper, Jason Garrett, who is available. The Clapper, clapping it up in Tuscaloosa. Please get him off my TV. He sucks. I hope he gets a coaching job somewhere. I want to see him clapping on the sidelines and not yapping the lips. How about this? Hey, turn it around. Turn that hat around, cool kid. Hey, fellow kids. What's up? I'm Dan Quinn. I'm your new head coach, and I'm cool just like you. (laughs) I'm hip. I got swag. I'm fat. (laughs) Dan Quinn. Backwards hat man. I think very soon uh, to be an NFL head coach again. It wouldn't. Uh, I think it could be this offseason, but I don't think it'll be at Alabama. Mike Malarkey will not be the head coach at Alabama. How about this guy? Where is this guy? I don't know. You tell me. <clears throat> Adam Gase. I don't know. You tell me. Is part of the tree
5: he's probably standing somewhere looking like a deer caught in headlights
4: i think he's staring at a wall he ate yeah. he ate some magic mushrooms on that uh tree that coaching tree according to this he is nowhere right now adam gase available but will not be the new coach at alabama pat Shermer will not be the new coach at alabama major,
3: major that would be major news
4: major Applewhite <laughs> will not be the head coach that at would alabama. be major
3: news if so how about
4: old tight shirt jeff collins He also wore the pants. What pants? They called uh, capris. Oh, okay. He's very fashionable. Yeah. Vest, the tightest possible shirt around his biceps. I when he went with the short sleeve, because it almost went up to the shoulder.
0: Biff Poggi, baby.
4: (laughs) Uh, Jeff Collins not going to be the new coach. Kirk Signetti, not the coach. He just went somewhere, right? Where'd he go? Kurt Signetti uh, went to Indiana, left JMU for Indiana and said Purdue sucks. Remember? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got <laughs> the old oh. fat boy. I don't know why Brian Dayball pisses me off so much. It had to be that game last year that we watched here. And Washington got screwed. They said Terry McLaurin didn't check with the uh, official. Oh, yeah. But they kept showing Dayball's fat head, Brian Dayball, on the coaching tree. will remain with the Giants. This is the guy. Uh, this is a front runner. Dan Lanning worked with Nick Saban uh, in 2015 as a grad assistant. Head coach, Argon. And we've seen guys leave Oregon for uh, other jobs. Remember Willie Taggart did it? Few years ago, yep. Uh, so I could definitely see Dan Lanning, Charles Huff on the list, current head coach of Marshall. So that's just the coaching tree. Of course, there's other possibilities, but wanted to run through that list because some of them were funny and uh, some were maybe legit uh, possibilities. Dan Lanning, Lane Kiffin, Dabo, I think top of the list right now
3: not on that list but on the list due to one his success at clemson and two being an alabama guy himself
4: well he's not been on the coaching tree which is why he's not on the list i I
3: know but that's the guy you just mentioned that wasn't on that list because he never coached with with nick saban but he's a graduate
4: of alabama jamie says cliff kingsbury i would hope not if i was a bama fan (laughs) Eric says no one would represent the state of Alabama appearance-wise. Quite life, Biff, Biff Pokey. Can't rule it out. Great year at Charlotte. The will tell you what, Austin,
3: man. I, would, I wouldn't mind
4: that job, Austin. John Gruden to Bama. What do you think, Chucky? Uh, man, I wouldn't mind that. You got Jaden Bilro, man. I think his name's Jalen. I don't care what his
3: name is, man. I thought I might have read the email wrong.
4: <sighs> Eric... You want a dumb Eric joke to wrap up the segment? He says John Cena. No one would ever see that coming. Did you chuckle at that? Alex?
0: <sighs> yeah.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Damn it, Alex. Don't laugh at Eric's dumb jokes. <laughs> uh Dabo Lanning Lane, the top three, I think. Give me prom. Whoa. Whoa! they do have he's on the Aflac tree Aflac <coughs> prime at Bama oh man they ain't didn't even for, think about that that ain't cause it ain't gonna happen we no, coming it
0: ain't. we coming we could dream
4: though cool oh, baby <laughs> uh, let's take a break we'll come back more to go uh, actually not a lot more we'll wrap it up when we get back on Pirate Radio Live after this Oh, yeah.
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 170 points and finished at 37,695. The Nasdaq was up 111 at 14,960. The S&P was also up 26 points at 4,783. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors at uh, 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. All right, thank you, Shirley Rhodes, Sean,
4: A. Harp. We'll uh, see you find people coming up Thursday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Planning on hooking up. And talking some football with Holt Nailers ahead of the debut of the Holt Nailers show here on Pirate Radio. Also, talking ECU baseball with the Pirate pitching coach, Austin Knight. Got that and more on the way Thursday, 3 o'clock. For the crew here, I am Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a
0: great night, Eastern Carolina.
1: Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.